I'm just waiting for the dam to break. Level of just sheer fucking intensity that that is your intro every time. It's just <laughs> y'all ever heard when the levee breaks? By it's, Led's it's, you know what it makes me think of is in like the Dark Knight when like. You hear like especially when he's driving his motorcycle, how like it keeps going, but like it never, it never, it never clicks. Quite, it yeah. just, yeah, it just keeps he's going constantly going until like it's supersonic. And I'm like, I feel like it's just gonna be that with, with episode the intro. 100. I will destroy my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, welcome everyone to the 20th episode Woo! of the Something Something Podcast, where two cis white males talk for extents for 30 minutes about how horrible Halo is before talking about Sonic 2. <laughs> yeah. Don't Woo! forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notification bell so that you know Beat when we're on. Fuck if you're here on though. YouTube, otherwise, just add us on whatever other app. If you're listening on a any podcast app, however you get, Spotify, however you get notifications that we know, put Apple. new episodes up. If you're um, on Google Play, I have been slacking, but today I did. Before we recorded this, I uploaded our last two episodes. They are now on the the, uh, the different oh, podcast cool. apps. Got our our. Uh, our last couple uh, spoiler-free videos, all that's up, all that's posted. So we're caught back up. Now we just have to get back to doing this on Mondays, and we'll be good. Yeah, no um, shit. No that's shit. literally what causes me to fall behind. Is <laughs> yeah. we, we delay this by one day, and because of that, I don't then have the following day off to upload everything. So if I can't get to it Thursday, then that means it's going to take a full week. And you know me, I but, don't do shit around here. So No, not at all. Not like I'm uploading anything. Fuck that. And so, yeah, so it's uh, it's definitely one of those uh, where we appreciate having all of you. And, seriously, uh, seriously, any any support you want to do as of right now, it literally costs none of you any anything. Bloodhound is gonna keep getting called out, as you can see up in the upper right corner. If you can Our see boy. video, he's the one tipper, five bucks, just a tip. Since we've moved to YouTube, I have to add the asterisk because we did have some subs, couple yeah. couple regular subscribers over there who have disappeared. <laughs> Avix, um, but we love you all, no matter what. Um, right off the the beginning, we're gonna do our a segment that a few people have actively mentioned loving. Nerd news. Nerd news. News for nerds. Nerds that love news. That is. Also, you say you don't do anything. You provide like the intro music or allow like, for for each of our segments. Please so, don't like, call my my beatbox music, please. And plus, alert whatever it is the theme. The theme, whether it's an audio theme like the nerd news or a beatboxing theme, but you provide the theme for everything. So sure, I'll take that. That's your one thing. Yeah, charisma. So uh, charisma right saving. Off, throw. Right off the bat, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, mm-hmm. who's going to be the Grindelwald. new Grindelwald, came out recently and called out method acting for just being pretentious bullshit. <laughs> and then Jared Leto comes. So this feels like a dig. So the full quote feels like a full dig. To uh, Jared Leto specifically, I'm gonna call this out. So here's this: It's bullshit. What if it's a shit film? What do you think that you achieved? Am I impressed that you didn't drop character? You probably should have dropped it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you prepare for a serial killer? You gonna spend two years just checking it out? <laughs> like I feel like that's 100 a fuck you to Jared fuck Leto. Yeah, man. Because. One, he's played like a potential serial killer in a movie, um, which was a great movie with him, Denzel Washington, and Remy Malek. Where the, it's like the little things The or littlest something? things or something like that. Great fucking movie. Highly recommend. Um, but, and I agree with that though. Like, I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily have an opinion one way or the other on method acting, but I agree with that. Like, there are, I think there are certain roles 
and certain movies. Like, if you're making a movie that's like, like Lincoln, for example, I think Daniel Day Lewis did method acting as Lincoln, but it was also like, this is clearly a we want to do this role justice. As historically this accurate. Is, to like, the if it's person. an Oscar bait movie, maybe, sure. <laughs> but whoa, 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 if, hey, Morbius wasn't an Oscar bait movie. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure that Jared Leto will have something to say when it gets snubbed during yeah. the next nomination. He'll stand up and be like, Beyonce had the best album of all time. <laughs> And you know, and I'm then sure, Will Smith well, will smack the shit out of him. Speaking of, oh god, we have a new update on Will Smith. Okay. So for the next ten years, it will be safe to insult Jada Pinkett Smith at the Oscars because Will Smith has been banned from the Oscars for ten years. <laughs> Dude, those next ten years are gonna go hard on Jada. Oh, I wouldn't let up. I wouldn't either. I would save I would, my I worst would... shit for year ten, bro. <laughs> god damn. Whoever's hosting in 10 years, start preparing material. Start just right now. Just right now. Everything that she does for the next decade, have ready to go. Yeah, which is probably going to be nothing. if we're <laughs> Right? In terms of her acting career. Oh, fucking for real. Um, I'm calling. She's going to become a... I, I hope there's another update for next she's week. She's going like, to become I'm, a primary shareholder. In I love that I'm Will Smith it. has for like three straight weeks become a part of our nerd news. And I hope this I hope this keeps up. For the next I'm ten a- fucking years. <laughs> Every week we'll give an update. We'll just have the- another shitty update about Will Smith's Where's life. Where's the Fresh Prince at now? Um, so Peacock, which is NBC's streaming service, is doing a Casper the Friendly Ghost live action series. I don't know why they're specifying that it's live action. Because, like, he's had enough live-action shit yeah. in the past. In fact, I remember more of his live-action movies too. than animated. I was actually animated. thinking about his animated stuff compared to, like, the like first, like, two live-action movies that came out in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. I watched religiously. Yeah. Um, and apparently it's going to be, like, a horror adventure reimagining his origin because that always goes well. Oh, they have well to. They have as to. a coming-of-age story. Um, it's going to be similar in tone to Riverdale. Is on he going to go through ghost puberty? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, Casper, what, are, what is that in your pocket? Oh, nothing? Nothing? Nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at drugs. All. Just keep bumping into me for like a couple more minutes. <laughs> As Bloodhound says, where are they now? The Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, this one, here's going to be our most controversial news update. <gasps> Activision Blizzard has appointed a new Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer who wants to increase the number of non-male employees by 50%. I wonder how many connections they have on their LinkedIn. Well, the best part, I'm going to call out here, so the Critical Drinker shared this with, imagine how much money companies could save if they fired all their diversity inclusion officers and just hired employees based on merit. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, I would even add, imagine how much more money that they would save and how much more they would make because quality of content would probably be going up. Like you hired them based off their skills. Um, also, I put out a reply. I'm going to read it here. This is this is the kind of shit you can find Shameless very plug rarely to our Twitter. on our Twitter. Shameless plug to our Twitter. Um, I was like, if every American company was accurate in their diversity as a representation of America, then arguably every company would look like this. White people, 76.3%. Hispanic, 18.5%. Black, 13.4%. Asian, 5.9%. And Native, one3 But no one seems ready for this conversation right now. Jesus, man. Are you trying to get fucking killed? What is wrong with you? Like, technically, if we're being accurate in our diversity numbers, then only 13% of any group should be black. 
based on the population of America. So anyway, moving on <laughs> from this topic. Um, but <laughs> but like but getting back on a more serious note, like just hire people based on who's good for the job, and guess what? Things might actually turn around, and movies might get better. Surprise. I doubt it. I mean, I highly doubt that movies are going to get better. Anyway, oh, so too. Halo. <laughs> anyway, Halo. Bloodhounds says, oh, I want the best people to get the job because they ma- not because they make a quota, but I'm old. Um, that's actually reminds me of one of my favorite episodes of Archer when they hire uh, Conway Stern because he's a diversity <laughs> w- double whammy. He's a black Jew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he gets his hand ripped off in that episode, <laughs> yeah, too. He does. <laughs> oh. And uh, so. I remember when Archer was good. Oh. It's it's gotten good again actually. It's, have you watched like the newest newest shit? I still enjoy it. Um, Warner Brothers has not greenlit Fantastic Beast four. They're waiting to see how this is the first time in a while. They're waiting to see how the third one does before they greenlight a fourth one. Really? Which is weird. I feel like a lot of studios are like, yeah, go for it. Here's three. Like fuck, Halo got a guaranteed second season, like three weeks before oh, season one aired, and already dog shit. It's, yeah, it's... I already hate season two of Halo. I know. Same. I don't know what they're doing with it, but I already hate it. I already dislike. Yeah, in case you guys wanted, every episode that we do leading up to our Halo episode is a spoiler of how we feel about Halo. And we it's hate it! Good. We hate it! Uh, update from today. Gilbert Gottfried passed away. I know. R.I.P. Iago. R.I.P. the original Affleck! Right? Um, this one's fun. Regardless of how you feel about him as a person, this is just a fun update that has me just wondering what the future is going to look like. Elon Musk now owns 9% of Twitter. He turned down. He was offered a seat for the board of directors. He turned it down. And one theory, one prevailing theory about this is if you're on the board of directors, you're only allowed to get up to 15% of the shares. That They have a cap. So each board member is only allowed to own 15% of the company. So the ongoing theory right now is that he turned it down specifically so he cannot be capped. And he is coming hard to own fucking Twitter. (laughs) 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 Fuck it. You know what? I'm okay with that. Do whatever the fuck. Elon Musk is going to do whatever the fuck Elon Musk wants. These are those people were like, if you hate him, I'm not saying you have to love him. But if you actively hate him, I kind of want to sit down and find out, like, actually why. Outside of, I read this thing in an article somewhere. Because, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't think he's the greatest human being alive. But I also don't think he's a terrible guy who's actually done anything bad. Like, I think he's just a real, he's a person who is so smart that most of us can't comprehend his level of intelligence. Who is just using that to both improve things and just have fun? You know, here people and there. say the same thing about me. I'm just so fucking smart. Really? Maybe yeah. one person has ever said that about you that's not your mother or grandparents or was... biologically related to you in any way, shape, or form. Stop shortening the list. <laughs> Fuck you. My third grade te- I was in the gifted and talented in second grade. <laughs> who wasn't? Oh, eat shit and die, Russ. <laughs> but don't, because you gotta upload right. this stuff. <laughs> gotta gotta put this shit out here so we can get canceled. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Four has been confirmed with a teaser trailer. <laughs> so in fifteen so in about, years, yeah, in about fifteen, 15 years, years, probably two or three consoles from now, 
we should get a release date confirmed. Oh, awesome. And then they'll delay it a couple of times, and yeah. then we'll get Cyberpunk 2078. Um, but it's being developed on <laughs> Unreal Engine 5, which also has been confirmed as officially released. Uh, Hell yeah. Because Unreal is literally just sitting in the corner being like, we're going to just make better engines and gradually become the monopoly of game engines as every company goes, yeah, ours are dog shit. Why are we not using Unreal? Like, even, like, The Witcher, the next, like, Witcher 4 is going to be an Unreal engine yeah. developed instead of using their own. Which I think is smart. Like, I think as a game developer, I think it's it's almost egotistical to just actively keep using, cough, uh, dice. Bethesda. Dice. Um, Bethesda. Well, I'm just saying. It's like, dice, dice too, but Bethesda's way more notorious for, like, we're going to keep using our broken dog shit engine. We're not even going to make a new engine. We're going to just keep building upon our dog shit one that was broken day on all one of us to keep buying fucking fallout and skyrim on everything well that's that's why when microsoft bought bethesda i was stoked i'm like great they're gonna force bethesda to finish a game finally that'd be nice <laughs> right what are you fucking wonderful um fallout but like, 77 but it is, it's kind of egotistical just be like we're gonna keep using our dog shit engine rather than just use an infinitely better one that doesn't have our copyright but on it you have to pay the licensing for yeah it. Oh no! Except that Unreal also is like really good about being like, yeah, just use it. We don't care. Like just like our name still shows up every yeah, time that game launches. It's like, let's go. Um, Gears Eight out now. Oh, I, well, fucking what is it? Six Gears Six is up next. I'm stoked for that. Yeah, just Gears Twenty Seventy Seven. You know what? I would actually be okay though if Unreal did that we haven't had in a long time. An Unreal Tournament game? Exactly an Unreal Tournament game. I, I would, would be another, stoked for a new Unreal Tournament. I would love tournament. another Unreal Tournament game, or I would like Quake to come back the same way that, like, fucking Doom has. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Um, Doctor Strange will not have advanced screenings. So the first screening will be the Hollywood premiere. Wow. Um, which is similar to what they did for either Infinity War or End or Endgame. Uh, to help cut back on spoilers. Are so, they gonna put the or are they gonna hold this at like the same light of like effect to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe as like Infinity War and Endgame? I mean, had? they've been saying that about everything that they put out. So That's probably true. the same way that everyone acts like the newest TV show is always the best thing that Marvel's ever done. Yeah, Moon Knight's fucking um, incredible. I feel like we get told at some point with every future movie at this point that it's got, and we have we've been told multiple times that Doctor Strange is like universe altering properties, mm. which. I mean, at least this one, based on the fact that we know, like, Patrick Stewart, presumably as Professor X, is in the tr- is in the movie, even in a small amount. What if he's an after? <laughs> oh God! Well, because all he was teases voice, so I doubt it. Well, yeah, and, and it's and it's in an actual scene where he's yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? It'd be great. It's not Sony, so we're fine. Um, Dude, Marvel is basically Sony adjacent. At this point, yeah. At this point, I, I would agree with that. Um, and so, yeah, so, uh, that's, there's that, um, Disney Plus is doing a National Treasure series. The actor who played Riley has been confirmed as he will be back. Hell yeah, okay. We have no news yet on Nicolas Cage, but Riley's for sure in it. Dude, please. Please, Nick. Um. Please. I purposely didn't write down the date for this. Batman, the Batman is coming to HBO Max at some point. <laughs> Dope. I've seen it twice, I'll never watch it again. I've seen it once and I'll never watch it again. Never. Not even the Snyder Cut. <laughs> no. I mean, we saw the only scene that would be in it as the Snyder Cut. So. <laughs> I only made it halfway through that, and I was like, oh, my fuck. I that. didn't even make it halfway. He started opening the documents and laughing, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ezra Miller has been, yet again, arrested for assault. 
yet again. I didn't even know that happened. Oh yeah, before. he attacked a fan at something. Like he just randomly like goes insane and attacks people. I don't know if he has the clout to be able to do. He's he not Will Smith, <laughs> right? <laughs> and even Will Smith got fucking kicked out of the Oscars for ten years. So, you know, and oh. that's probably ten years of her I mean, Jada bringing different boyfriends instead to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I one can only hope <laughs> a different guy for the next ten years. Yeah, and then you know, generally the question, "Who are you wearing?" for most actresses is about their dress. For Jada, Shut it's the be about fuck the boyfriend. Up. <laughs> oh, they're gonna pull like an Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton, where they're gonna get out and their hair's all messy. <clears throat> well, his hair's all messy. <laughs> She's walking a little wider than usual. <laughs> yeah. You got a wedgie? Something like that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Jasmine, what's up? Um, hey, girl. So, his future as The Flash is somewhat in question, and he had a Flash prequel series that's now being delayed. Just put Will Smith on it. <laughs> or just bring in Grant Gustin from the TV show Flash and let him be Flash. <gasps> Actually. But, not, yeah. Not, so, we'll not, see what happens there. Um, yeah, there's been three episodes of Halo. And there's more coming. And they only get worse. Yep. I haven't even watched the third one, and I'm fucking not stoked that I'm gonna go home after this and watch it. I know, and you've got me not stoked about Halo or about Moon Knight episode no, two. Moon, so, dude, I'm. Ugh. Ugh. I hate that I hate everything. <laughs> That's Welcome. why I, when I was sitting in the movie theater watching Sonic Two, I was like, damn. This is just, like, fun. See, and that's the thing. Like, seeing how bad a lot of things are, makes for me, makes me appreciate the ones that aren't bad so much more. I mean, and I was not like, the target audience for this movie. No, not at all. But, like, thoroughly enjoyed it because this was much better when, than a lot of shit that's coming when out. When Knuckles was climbing up the side of that cliff, I was like, yeah! Oh, he could do that! Those are stairs. <laughs> <laughs> As you probably guessed, it's time to talk some Sonic 2. So, if you care about spoilers and you're in here lurking, get the fuck out. Otherwise, Stick around. we're going to spoil it. And at this point, you should know that that is what we do. Episode 20. And op- I mean, then the last 10 have been pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So the movie opens up where the last one ended. With uh, Robotnik looking more like his video game counterpart Dude, stuck in a mushroom world Dude, which jim carrey pulls that mustache you ever wonder if they purposely made the mushroom world look like nasty as like a nod to the old rival between sega and nintendo like maybe so we'll make the mushroom world seem like <laughs> shit because that's mario's land <laughs> mario does not take care of his mushrooms no nope. so we got to see a little bit of a a day in the life of dr robotnik which Pretty thousand percent better than ex- a day in the life of Luke in The Last Jedi. A pretty extensive Rube Goldberg <laughs> setup to get himself some mushroom <laughs> just, coffee. Just to, yeah, just to try to make a latte out of mushrooms. <laughs> I'm just like basking in like the enjoyment of this movie. It's I weird. also just dug to so then like Robotnik's there. He like uh, is trying to set up a beacon to like get somebody to come get him off this planet. Yep, using the the quill that he was able to. To get from Sonic. To escape with when he, when he, when he yeah, but he, like the one quill he had on him when he got booted out of 
the Earth universe at the end of the last movie. Hell yeah. And then uh, Echidna Warriors show up, yep. but they're not Echidna. Yeah, because Knuckles is the last of like the actual Echidnas. These are presumably people. Um, they looked humanoid. Yep, uh, wearing Echidna E-Tribe gear. So they pop through a, a hole that... So after he sets off his beacon, a giant like signal goes out, then a, a ring opens, which is a portal, as we know from the first movie. Mm-hmm, so they all mm-hmm. pop through, and they're pretty much hostile immediately. And he throws out some quote from uh, Army of Darkness. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then sends off a bunch of traps, just Dude, fucking obliterating them up. That one the guy that got hit by them. that stump, that tree stump, is dead. Yes. That man's dead. Oh, the 100%. one that got flung 400 fucking feet, that guy's dead too. Yep. The one who was lit on fire? Yeah, that guy's dead. He's dead. <laughs> like, they're they're all dead. Um, but then he befriends And then he goes to make a break for the portal hole, except... Fucking Knuckles, baby. Boom. Idris Elba as Knuckles. Fantastic casting choice. Dude, uh, even his, like, cringier lines about friendship and shit, it was just it, Idris it Elba talking Elba. like this the whole time. And it was beautiful. <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm jumping super far ahead, okay. but the baseball game. <laughs> when he's like, I've heard they have sprinkles. <laughs> I was so fucking hyped that they're going like, to get ice cream. There are some roles and movies that, like, if anyone else did them, would be the cringiest dog shit. Like, we shit on Will Smith a lot now. But, like, Hancock was oh. only remotely enjoyable because it was Will Smith. Well, if also, anyone Jason else, Bateman did a great that job too. as a supporting character. But, like, if anyone movie. else played Hancock specifically, it would have been the most annoyingly dog shit character. I even would say the same is true of I Am Legend. Like, mm-hmm. anyone else, that would have been the most boring film on the planet. And there are some lines where, like, the lines itself, the line itself is kind of cringy, but the actor delivering it actually makes it amazing. Like, can, like doesn't just make it like, oh, I can tolerate that, but makes it legitimately like, okay, that's that's actually great. And yes, <laughs> just I hear they have sprinkles <laughs> from Idris Elba shouting this in like as a fucking a very porcupine, a red voice. porcupine. <laughs> this dude's fucking awesome. I'm, I was kind of sad that at no point in the movie, Knuckles asked if anyone knows the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, and then what? It cuts to Sonic, and he's like, he's like up on top of a skyscraper in Seattle, stretching out because there's a bank robber. What are robber. you talking? What? Jasmine said the only memorable scenes when the doggo goes to heaven. You know what? You stupid son of a bitch. Huh? Oh, oh, from I Am Legend. Huh? huh, you son of a bitch? Oh, she's like, I'm, I am legend. Uh, I'm backtracking. Yeah. I'm like, backtracking. Because, like, that, dog's, like, that like, dog's fine. I was like, the dog in this movie is fine. Like, yep, no, I know. Um, that was also fucking heartbreaking in I Am Legend when he has right? to choke his dog out. That was fucking horrible. Also, I'm wondering if the planned I Am Legend sequel is based on, like, the alternate ending when Will Smith doesn't die. It has to be. It has to, because otherwise he's dead. He's fucking dead. Um, he so, went out like a martyrdom, dude. Like he's been on a death streak in fucking COD. Right. Um, but yeah, and so Knuckles and uh, Knuckles agrees to uh, to help. <laughs> she <laughs> comes like I imagine too is just Chris Rock slapping Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he coming back, bro. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Doctor Grant. 
Just an hour and a half of Chris Rock just slapping the shit out of him. I'd pay the price of admission. Oh, 100%. Any movie that the two of them might be in together, I would pay the price of admission to go see. I don't care what it is. Just to see them forced to work together. Give me, like, a remake of Rush Hour. Yeah. Also, I think it's safe to say at this point, it was not a gimmick. Like, no, yes, it helped the fuck out of Chris Rock, but all it's done is dog shit Will oh, Smith's yeah. career. So there is no way at all that that was... I thought at first that it was... Oh, same. For sure thought that was staged. But Willie Smith has been getting a lot of shit for that. And we're still yep. talking about it. I know. We're still talking about it. Oh, it's going to be a thing that we talk about fucking forever. Like, Ten let's years. be honest. Oh, Ten years! 100%. Um... But yeah, so anyway, back to this movie. Sonic on a rooftop, like, getting stretched out to go stop this fucking bank truck robbery, and he eats a chili dog, and then just classic tears Sonic. off, bro. Yeah, fucking yep. classic Sonic. Yep. Tears off, pretty much pretty much immediately kicks the dudes out of the truck, and uh, is now just driving this getaway armored vehicle full of money with a tied-up, duct- mouth-duct-taped security guard, but the brakes have been cut, apparently. I think there's a body on the pedals. Is that what it is? Okay. Because he goes to, like, it was kind of dark, but it looked like he was hitting the dude's body of one of the guys he knocked out or something. Yeah, but for for whatever reason, the brakes aren't working. And so, now he's driving this truck, and... and and, it, and it's it's a good, it's a decent setup to, like, show, like, he's a kid. So he's not going to th- be thinking this through. Like, the way that you might be like, hello, like, just run run everyone out of it and then... Stop the truck. Stop the truck because you're super fast. Like, you can do this shit. But he's a kid. So, like, which is one of the points of this movie and driven home pretty clear in the last movie even. Like, he's not going to think of that shit. And that's okay. That's okay here because it makes sense hey. for the... Like, it's one of those things where, like, it makes sense for the character... To not just save this properly without something going wrong. Yeah, just be like wrong. a fully mature adult. Yeah, like, it, it, would, it would be weird if he had just popped in and saved everything. When he's like, what, like 13, 14 years old supposedly in this? Yeah, movie? something like that. And so, so yeah, he's going and the, the thing is like full of bombs and he gets rid of most of them by blowing up random things in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Including the sewer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, he's, like, running towards oh, an ice cream God. shop full of people, so he just, like, takes a fucking yeah. drill and takes the whole truck apart. Which, this movie has so many great one-liners, and this is one that legit made me laugh out loud. When he grabs he's like, all right, everyone, this is not a drill. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts, I was like... I love it. I love it so much. It's good pun work. It's there great. Were a, it's there were a couple great. of lines that I... <laughs> legit way but all in good fun, yep. <laughs> all in good fun. this is this is when i i laughed out loud at that line i, I, I went on like oh, i yes. probably seemed like a crazy person because i was the only one in this movie theater that wasn't there with like a four-year-old child i think mine were all adults but i also went to like 1 p.m on a on a weekday yeah, the Monday. So, yeah like 1 p.m on a monday so this this is pretty much i feel like when adults who didn't have kids and work night jobs were going to be at this movie so yeah, the there Se- were all the Sega stands, right? <laughs> this this is one of those ones where like we're gonna go to this because we know there's not gonna be children running around for this showtime. Like that's that's the showing I went to. Kind of wish I had that right? pleasure myself. Um, and so yeah, so he just pulls it completely apart, vanishes off with a "I am Blue Vengeance" Batman imitation, <laughs> and then just dips the fuck right back out. 
across the fucking U.S. to uh, back home. Not super far, but I mean far enough. Far Seattle to like the center of Montana. It's yeah, far. yeah. Um, back to Green Hill, which yeah. is a great nod to the game. There's a lot of those, like different different worlds or locations that are obvious. Well, even nods Eggman's to game. little like floating ship that he sits in. Yep, uh, and his the, giant robot. The big robot, yeah. <laughs> like, um, surfing in the snow, which is pulled out of Sonic 3. Uh, the fucking underground temple. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, Better treasure hunting movie than Uncharted. Getting getting hit and having the coins go everywhere. <laughs> oh no, my coins! Speaking of, he never gets those back. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> that's, that's one of those little nitpicks of... never. He never gets his coins back. Like, does he go back later? Are those just... Are random kids, like, random animals just finding coins and teleporting across the fucking world? <laughs> Imagine that. That'd be so funny. Just, like, out of nowhere, a fucking abominable snowman comes running into You're Hawaii. You're just, like, eating Top Ramen alone in your bedroom, like, one-bedroom apartment, and a ring opens up and a fucking bear comes walking <laughs> Oh, man. I would look back. I'd be eating that ramen and look back down at my bong. Uh-huh. <laughs> look back at that bear. <laughs> oh fuck and so where were we oh yeah so they get Sandy it's back in town and uh he's yeah, exhausted yeah. so he, he he goes to bed but it's right when everyone's getting up because he's going on an early morning fishing trip so he gets dragged out of bed um and uh falls asleep while fishing and uh Todd Tom Thomas Tom Yep. Or, you know, Donut Lord. As a, I was glad that they kept that nickname from the first one. Uh, it's and, Donut Lord. Yeah, he even corrects, yeah. he Donut corrects King, Robotnik. Uh, it's that. Donut Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, uh, and, and then they're fishing together. and oh, Except that he's falling asleep while, he's, while, you know, Tom is monologuing about stuff. To which he does a great little flashback reveal of how... He no, no, no! You, he knew Sonic was gone, helping people the entire night because of the obviously set up by a kid. Yeah, <laughs> like the the don't come wire. in here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I ate a lot of chili dogs, and I have horrible gas. He just keeps making farting noises, but like it's on a loop. The dummy falls apart. Plus, like the string is is a very obvious. Like he trips over it and is very <laughs> aware that he just pulled a string with his foot. Instead of it being something like nonchalant, so like everything about it and is the just. Sonic Dummy's is like reading a newspaper. Yeah, it's just like, hey, in a bead bag don't chip. come in here. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that he took the time to like build himself a fake face, Dude, but then, even though he was hiding yeah, it at the same time. But then the line he says right after that is, "I knew I should have used real farts," yes. and I laughed like a child at that fucking line. <laughs> same. Like just like that logic of like. Oh, man, it was Everything about my plan farts. was just an airtight plan, except the farts didn't sound real enough. That was the <laughs> issue. <laughs> um, uh, and then he gives him essentially this you know, this this movie's version of "With great power comes great responsibility," which was in the trailer. Ben. Yeah. Um, the, wow, was that from Oprah? <laughs> nope, did you take that from? Did you take special. that from Oprah? Um, and so, and we get a a much much more endearing. You're not like much more earned, I should say. You're not my father moment, but kind of followed up by like, no, but like I still care about you, so I'm gonna still be here for you. And you're not my dad. Yep. Fucking noodlehead. But it was definitely a lot better coming from a 12 year old than a grown ass fucking man. 
So, Batman. Um, Batman. <laughs> another Batman callback. It was another me. callback to a Batman movie. I'm Blue Justice not my fucking and dad, not my dad. <laughs> um, And so then he sets up, which by the way, yeah, having Sonic, I didn't even think about how convenient that would be. That Yeah, he just has rings and will... He has set up an entire fake airline station to uh, yeah. run them through a ring so they can just teleport right to Hawaii for... Uh, Beautiful. The sister's wedding. Beautiful. Uh, which this whole fucking wedding, so, like, B story, I could live without, honestly. It Same. Like, I mean. Very stupid. It, I, it did serve, like, a legitimate purpose to well, the to plot. Get, to get the Wachowski Yeah, to, to, to bring up the, the gun house, organization, yeah. and uh, <laughs> which is a, is a nod to the games. Mm-hmm. Um, gun? Right. Yeah, it's gun. Yeah, yeah it's for <laughs> He's, gun. like, fucking hyped about it. Yeah, dude, it's gun. <laughs> um... Uh, as as well, yeah. So it's it's there to set up them, you know, getting captured and shit. And so, but I I agree. Most of it was like, oh my god. Most of it was really stupid. We don't need the Top Gun scene, and although that was hilarious because their Top Gun scene was just a montage of Tom getting hit by volleyballs. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, what I loved is like they clearly use his clothes to like hide the fact that he is actually muscular in real life because he flexes when he does at one the, point. When yeah. he does the flex, he I'm like, flexes, and I'm like, dude, dude, dude that guy's built, almost as ripped as the other dude. That like, dude's fucking built, and he's like the sheriff of some podunk town in Montana. Where the where's the CrossFit gym in Green Hills, Montana that this guy goes to? Oh fuck it, seriously though. Um, and so, yeah, so the, like, they're going to go off to the wedding, and Sonic gets the home to himself for the weekend. Um, which Cue the montage of him destroying the house. Destroying Driving the a house. lawnmower around inside. <laughs> the same lawnmower that Robotnik follows him in. The- <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, at one point, he's like, just jumping on the couch, like tossing chips everywhere for no other reason than to jump on the couch and toss like chips everywhere. a giant bubble bath in the living room. Uh-huh. In, a, in an inflatable pool. Yeah. Uh, with the dog. Um, but with him being him, he can also clean up immediately because it's Sonic, so he can move that fast when, like, a FaceTime call comes in. Oh, how convenient. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so, gets the call, which is just, like, the check-in of, yeah, everything's good, which is then immediately followed by everything not being good. Yeah, because as soon as he gets off the phone, the, I, I like that you see the ring pop up at, out of the window. Yep. And then that's when the power goes off and stuff, and he's like... <laughs> Um, we didn't order a poltergeist. Well, first, there is they do, which I appreciate that they included. Um, the one of the two post credit scenes. So before this, you get the post credit scene from the first movie that shows tails coming into the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they and, and it is it's a good job setting that up because then because, due to that, when the ring opens up at the house, you're not one hundred percent sure if it's knuckles or tails popping in. Which that's just good story. It's it's a neat pick of like it's good editing and good story progression mm-hmm. because you know it's one of those like all right cool yeah did you know did tails use this to get there kind of a thing like it gives you just that one second of doubt of like who is this instead of just going yep this is what I thought was gonna happen because I saw a trailer for the movie so I know this is exactly beat for beat how the movie goes mm-hmm. um, it is it's, it's smart it's smart editing um, and so but it is. Well, first, Robotnik, who... Uh, you see a silhouette from the lightning on uh-huh. the wall. Yep. <laughs> Real horror movie-esque. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so which I was almost waiting for a... Oh, and also, during this montage... Um, or, so right right before they're about to uh, watch the... Or before the power goes out, they're about to watch a movie. And uh, Sonic 
says to the dog, you can choose, but not snow dogs, because it's the worst. <laughs> In a very, very John Ralphio from Parks and Rec quote reference. And it was great. And I immediately knew what, it, what, the, what the reference was. And I was like, oh, it's a great way to call back to like the one character everyone knows you for. Seriously. <laughs> Although, quick sidebar. Have you ever watched uh, Middle Ditch and Swartz Mm-mm. on Netflix? Mm-mm. It's like three improvised sets from Ben Schwartz and Thomas Middleditch. Okay. Um, who you probably know who that actor is, but he's like the kind of lengthy, goofy guy on Silicon Valley. Um, um, but they're fucking hilarious. Okay. Um, so just, just quick, watch those if you haven't, <laughs> please, because they're really funny. Um, but yeah, power goes out. And he hears, like, a commotion near the front door, so he kind of creeps towards the front door. He's like, pizza delivery guy? Pizza? This is not professional. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, uh, this whole movie is just Sonic one-liners, it feels like. like uh-huh. He has an amazing repertoire of one-liners. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the, the lock for the door gets cut, and he's like, what the fuck? And then Robotnik, Robotnik kicks it open. <laughs> Daddy's home. I don't remember what he says. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he says. I almost wish it was uh, his line from... The her. Welcome, Miles. Hey, Miles. Um, Wish it was like a... Fucking piece of shit. But yeah, so he, he pops in and immediately starts fucking just smashing through Sonic in the house and... Well, Knuckles does that because... Well, yeah, because... Well, yeah, so at yeah, first, he, he's like, you made a mistake coming back here, Robotnik. And he, like, goes to launch at him, and then fucking Knuckles socks him one, Yep, dude. and just punches him right through. A and then TV we get the, oh, where are my manners? <laughs> Sonic meets Knuckles. <laughs> uh, Jim Carrey fucking kills this role, though. And I hadn't watched the first movie until the, the day before watching this one. Mm-hmm. And, ugh, right? such an ap- like, appreciation I've only, for I've Jim only Carrey. heard of one other casting choice that might have been better. Danny DeVito. Oh, is Robotnik? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. With the Frank Reynolds hair? Oh, man. And the mustache. He's already got the body for it. Like, Damn. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Jim Carrey. No. But holy shit, that would have been awesome. Right? That would have been amazing. Oh. But at the same time, I've been loving classic Jim Carrey, Seriously, which is what this is. It feels like it's 1996, Yep, this is, this is hardcore classic Jim Carrey as just Robotnik. Just the amount of, like, emotion he can express just through his body movements. Right? Like... Oh, no, it's fucking uh, fantastic. Ugh. Uh, does such a good job. And so... um, And so that's where we kind of get, like, the, again, the scene from the trailer where uh, Knuckles is beating the shit out of Sonic... And that's and this is where we actually get the whole line of like you know you're you're untrained, untested. And he's like, you forgot one, unstoppable. And then he gets and then stopped. he gets stopped. <laughs> he's like, oh no, oh shit. This is when Tails pops up in the only other police car. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and snags Which him. Also, there's a callback later in the movie to them destroying that car when Wade's riding around on a fucking razor scooter with a light on his helmet. <laughs> Oh, I just realized yep. that. I just, like, when I saw it first, I was like, classic Wade. Right. Just riding a fucking scooter around like, as a cop. But, like, he's also nonchalant about it because 
He's way like he's way yeah like he's doing it because his car is gone, but he's not freaking out about the car being gone because it's Wade. It's Wade, and he's an idiot. He's and it's fucking great. so dumb. He's just a hardcore fucking stoner cop. Yeah, <laughs> I love the line later in the movie. Where it's like, if he's a police officer, this town is just screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And uh, so yeah, so they they drive off with with Knuckles yeah. hot in pursuit. Uh-huh. Um, and they it kind of essentially just reach a point of realization that like the only way we're gonna escape is by faking our death. One quick neat pick. Yep. Um, when Tails picks uh, Sonic up in the car, great line by the way of Sonic, get in! I'm here to help you. He's like, you're a stranger. You think I'm gonna get in with you? Absolutely. And then he jumps in the car, <laughs> and before they take off, it does like a quick shot where you can see Tails's technology on the pedals. Yes, I did love that. Actually, gassing and breaking. So and like, and like, I love that. Like, and, they and, and, and they specify like like the number sixty pops up in the car, and Mila's like, cool. He just set it to be like gas to sixty miles an hour, <laughs> kind of a thing. Loved that so I, much. It I really very very niche neat pick. Like I yes. very much enjoyed that. Yeah, like the charactering in this is very consistent for all for every character. Seriously, honestly. and they like it's insane that some of the best character writing that we've seen in the last six months is in a children's. Is movie. in a children's Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Like, I I didn't think that I'd ever be saying that ever in my life. Like, and I will say, like, this one definitely feels a bit more for kids than the first one. Like, the first one, mm-hmm. like, I would say there's, it's it's a it's a thin line between the two, but there is a difference between a family movie and a kid's movie. That's true. Like, I think, you know, a family movie is something that's going to be like Space Jam, where, like, yes, the story might be for kids, but it's going to have enough references and, and, and elements this, and depth. This does a few. This has which, a couple. There's, like, yeah. some lines that are Definitely um, directed at adults. But I think it's the depth part for mm-hmm. this one specifically that's, that's a little bit less there this time around that, mm-hmm. that makes it more on the kid side than the the family, like, all ages side. Um, it's kind of like the difference between, like, a G and a PG rating in a way. Pretty, You know, um, that's a, honestly a great way to describe it, though. And so, but, uh, oh, we're, uh, Miles, and this is late, it's been on screen for a bit, but I just am now looking at it. But Miles is full on watching it, which I think it was in the Snapchat. They're full on watching it, it's like on their home TV. Aww. We're on big screen. Look at us. Um, Look at us. One day we'll be in a movie theater, but today is <gasps> Whoa, not that day. Not <laughs> when that day it'll, happens, it'll be when we know someone who works in a movie officially theater. officially sold out. Right? <laughs> we've either sold out or we run a movie theater. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. Either we made enough that we're like, all right. Here we are. We are, we're in a movie theater. Was or we sold out. Um, but yeah, and so, so then they go. They drive off the cliff to to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, Tails flies away. Yep. Knuckle. Yeah. They, they yeah they they drive off exactly. They drive off. So the car goes crashing. Tails flies away, holding Sonic. And this is where my and one Knuckles of my is favorite dangling things over for the edge. Character especially is he immediately sinks his knuckles in and starts climbing up and yes. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I remember playing his knuckles in those games and climbing walls. It looked, and it was, it looked a little off because like, they're punching bags and they look very much like inflated punching bags to the point where like, like punching gloves to the point where I'm like, those don't look, they almost, like, they're very accurate to the look and it's great but they almost look don't. inflatable? Yeah. Yeah, they almost look like inflatable or like foamy to the point where you're like, how the fuck is that Especially stabbing Especially when they all the do wall? the fist bump at the end and his hand is like three times the size of theirs. <laughs> um, and I think like the one, like there are a couple places where the CGI is a bit wonky and it's mostly handshakes. Like, yes. 
I like, noticed the shit out of that. Like, specifically, like, when anyone goes to, like, shake hands or even hold any of them, it almost felt like in this movie, even more so than the first one, maybe, like, they didn't have, like, a stand-in object of, like, this is what you... Yeah, sh- like, like you... it's almost like that. It's almost like the object is missing, and so, like, they did like hands a... seem to go through the body or For... be, like, sucked in a little bit. Like, it's almost like... Late two thousands video game cutscene. Yeah, because I, I, some of the scenes it's not as noticeable. Yes, but there's a couple of them where you can see them like they're looking at Sonic to talk to him, or they're looking at Tails, or they're looking at Knuckles, but they're just looking down and not looking at anything. It doesn't look like their eyes are. Yeah, like their line of sight's his... not where they are in in a reference great to everything. Time they did this though was like right at the end when mm-hmm. they're like all huddled up together. Yeah. That looked awesome. That looked fantastic. Um, like, literally, like, one, like, handshake. Like, it looks like Sonic's hand is, like, halfway through the dude. And you're like, uh, oof. Well, yeah, because, like, right oh, after this is when Knuckles and, and Robotnik shake hands. And he, like, breaks through his fingers. Right? And that's why, like, I'm, I'm legit wondering, um... Because a lot of these movies, like, we do have to take into account, like, a lot of these movies were filmed, like pre-slash during COVID. And this is one of the, like, this is another movie that got delayed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if so much just that. If there was like, hey, we made sacrifices on like, we filmed people alone in front of green screens just because COVID was going yeah, on type of a thing. So like, we didn't have, I mean, if that uh, was we didn't case, have a stand-in just because that's one less person well, to if risk. we can assume that that's the case, then yeah. they did an excellent job. Right? I will say though, like, the standard for filming with COVID restrictions, I I have to give to Zack Snyder. Okay. So you've seen the full movie, right? The Snyder Cut of Justice League? No, I haven't seen either of them. Oh. So I'm going to show you this afterward, and you'll probably agree with me. But, like, there are full scenes in the Snyder Cut. Like, some, like, the, the, po- like the post-credit scenes, in a way. He filmed, like, via just a green screen on his driveway and Zoom. And it looks on par with the entire rest of the movie that was okay. filmed in a studio I, with IMAX cameras. And I'm like, awesome. what the fuck? Like, it is, it's mind-bending. Um, but no, but most of this movie does look really good. When it's, it looks slightly better when there's little to no human interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, the action set pieces, like, especially the ending oh, one, was fantastic. Awesome. For, like, we were talking about, like, one thing that I, can, I feel like could be missed, especially in, like, a video game adaption to a movie is, like, the boss fight. Yes. The climax of the game can kind of feel underwhelming when it comes to like a movie portrayal, either because of like changes to make it fit that story better. Yeah, or like just the like, fact that they're not going to die five times and it's not going to yeah, take like or just four like, hours. Honestly, to be... negligence. Yeah. In trying to create that kind of set piece, they knocked that shit out of the park with this final fight. Yes. This final fight was fucking awesome, and it's the one from the trailer, which I thought would have happened. From the way the trailer showed this, I well, thought that that scene of him like getting the emerald right and like becoming was going to happen way earlier. Would have happened like mid movie, maybe. Yeah, like I feel like it's unless Sony did the movie, it's rare for a trailer to show anything past like the first third. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, maybe sure. maybe the first half if they really want to push it, but it's. I feel like most trailers nowadays are pulling from the first third to half of the film. Sure. And surprisingly, the trailers for this kind of pulled from each 
each moment. It was he's almost like, like it was almost like a character. Yeah, it was almost like the character introduction for each act is what they pulled mm-hmm. for the trailer. Um, in a way that it was a little bit easier than usual to kind of piece together what was going to be happening next based on what footage had I not seen yet kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that is definitely like a, a knockdown I will give primarily their marketing team is I think you could have advertised this movie just as well uh, if we didn't know like the Robotnik robot was going to be in it Dude, kind of a thing. that would have been such an amazing surprise to not even see like Chaos Emerald Robotnik yes. at all in the trailer. Uh-huh. Because it's it's not just like his because his his mannerisms as Robotnik don't change, but his abilities change immensely. Drastically. Like he he goes from like a fucking like C class villain, especially in Sonic's eyes too, because Sonic the entire movie is dunking on this man. Yeah, constantly dunking on him and Knuckles, and then that final fight you actually get to see that like. Step all, back yeah, like even with Knuckles them. on their team now, they're, they're like all what? three of them are like we might be fucked, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, and so and they do that they do that relatively quickly, which I uh, is more like a runtime thing. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a kid movie runtime. Figure out what's wrong and then they fix it. But even in how fast paced that felt, it still felt genuine to the characters. It did. Like I, at no point was I sitting there going. Like, here's the testimony. I'll give it. At no point did I sit there going, No Way Home did this better. Because sure. No Way Home does that as well. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, like, at no point did, like, a movie that did it better come to mind. Because, like, I will, I will, for me personally, I will use it as a testament to, like, how well-written an element might be. If, while watching it unfold, my first immediate thought is, here's a list of movies that did a much better job of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. That means it probably wasn't written that well. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I would say relatively that could have easily been better because I just thought of nine different well, ways. If you're that could not, better. if you're also not distracted by the element to be thinking about that. But exactly. And so, movie. yeah. And so like the fact that at no point did that thought, I'm like, no, like this, this was, I think the, the one time where it was like, Oh, that was, that was a bit too convenient. That really dragged me out. Uh, which we'll get to. We're st- we're still way ahead of ourselves as far as the plot yeah, goes. True. But but we do um, this. is is uh after they get captured at the wedding and like just kind of every one of Tails gadgets that the girls pull out happens to be the one they need for that moment type of a thing. Yeah, that was a bit like the gun one at least. Yeah, it looked like a gun that worked. But as far as the rest, <laughs> I, I I honestly really liked that scene. Yes, where she shoots the keg and she goes, "Oh, oh it's, it's real." real. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like, but outside of that, like all the other ones, it's like we don't know what any of these do. Oh, they do exactly what I needed them to do to beat this particular bad guy right here and now. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was just a little bit too convenient. Like I think if there was a third, like because there's two gadgets that they'd use for that, I feel like if there was a third one that just didn't work at all for them in any way, then then that would have helped sell it. You could have contextualized the scene Ex- a little bit. Yeah, more. exactly. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so so yeah. So Tails escapes with Sonic. And I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, so yeah, they they escape. He's got. Well, they fly directly to Wade's house. Yes. They go to Wade's house because he has the map, or he has like a map or something. Well, he has the map on him, which which is it's the same parchment that he's had mm-hmm. this that whole he time. Had, that he had, long... but yeah, but he has it on him just because like he he was looking at it a little bit earlier. Yeah, he was looking at Longclaw's oh. feather. Um, and so, yeah, so he's got it on him. They go to Wade's house because that's the next cop they know. 
And so, so they go there to kind of like hide out. And while there, does he say he says like it's the Wade Cave. That's what I hope to tell girls at some point. Yeah, I think that's what I hope to tell a woman at some point. When he's in the garage, (laughs) 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 which and even like that, like it fits that character. Like that wasn't one of those like lines. Like that's a line that I feel like Adam Pally, that actor, could have improvised all of those fucking lines. That dude's fucking hilarious. I could easily have seen them just being like, "Hey, here's some weed. Get high and improvise." Just talk. Just talk to these characters that are here, bro. Just get high, like, keep smoking until you see Sonic. And then at that point, have a conversation with him and we'll film it. <laughs> I feel like that's exactly how his scenes were filmed. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, and, uh, and so they pull out the map. And for some reason that was not really clear, this time the map lets off a blue hologram of the owl because he like sees like the he like recognizes that like the emerald knuckles has been talking about maybe that emerald in the corner yeah like he acknowledges that and for some reason that acknowledgement like it would have been nice if there was a reason given Mm -hmm. you know like like another example i'll use of like this is kind of convenient but also at least it was a reason is uh in the hobbit book and then later on in the movies when the dwarves get to Elrond's place, like they've got a map because they're trying to get like to Erebor, but they're not sure like where the back door is essentially that they have to get in. And the way the movie does it is basically like the night that I, it's been a bit since I read the book, so I don't remember if they're like they wait out like they're a week out and they have to wait. But either way, they're close enough that it's not a big deal that they happen to be at Elrond's place, a guy who can read what are called moon runes. Um, on the night, which are these runes that only appear on the map on a specific night of the year when the moon is the right type of moon, and they happen to be there on that night, and mm. so like that works out. So it's a, it's a little bit convenient, but also like there's an explanation of like, hey, here's why you get the missing piece of the puzzle you didn't even know exists in the first place. Mm. Whereas this, it's it's just a there's thing. There's a couple of scenes like that yeah. where like, for example, when they're in Hawaii and. Knuckles and Robotnik unlock the temple for the the giant emerald. Um, it just happened to be like a few hundred miles off the coast of Hawaii, on the exact coast they were standing on. So they see it. Well, I'm, but that's. Or oh, when Sonic... you're saying like yeah. where where the light is versus where they are, like yeah, like if the wedding was literally anywhere but Hawaii, right. they don't see that. And then. Um, when Sonic runs across the water, it's like a very perilous journey for him. And then he, like, crashes and just washes up on that beach. Uh-huh. But there's no indication of how far he's traveled. Because yeah. they say, like, that's got to be hundreds of miles away. And he runs and for, he like, 30 like seconds. And he seems like he's in the middle yeah. of the ocean. Yeah, because those waves are huge that he's crashing into. I would, yeah. I, but I, also, kids, kids movie. Kids movie, exactly. And so, like, it's one of those, like... Like, that's these, not... That, I mean... They're conveniences, but Even but in, honestly, like, a glaring adult movie, yeah, there's saying, more Uncharted conveniences had, given. Uncharted had more conveniences in the first 20 minutes than this movie did total. I agree. Like, and so, I can forgive... I think, the, literally, I think for me, the, the one that, like, a throwaway line, one line could have fixed, is, like, like, maybe Tails knows, like, the secret thing to say to make that appear, or maybe he's only looked at it during the day, and this is the first time he's opened it at night. Mm-hmm. Like... Could be a billion, like, but whatever it is, like, there's no clear reason why the owl appears this time mm-hmm. out of every other time he's looked at this map um, outside of so the movie can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, it, you know, you could have literally made up a reason and had that be a line from either one of them as far as, like, here's the thing. So, but anyway. So, yeah, so the owl pops up and is like, hey, 
Yeah, the emerald is real. I don't know why you all think this is a bedtime story. It's a real fucking thing. <laughs> Go find the compass, you pieces of shit. Fucking God, protect bye. the emerald, you stupid bitches. Right? And then goes away. Uh, yeah, and then and then dips out. And so they decide to head over to Siberia to to find it. Um, and as they're there, as they're on their way there, they hit with a nasty storm, mm-hmm. so they have to stop at a pub mm-hmm. <laughs> with a bunch of angry Serbians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, <laughs> who, uh, tells... who, are, who are straight up ready to just roast them alive. Yeah, which they're I... just animals. But then they say close. dance battle. Yeah. <laughs> then they say, but like they purposely leave it in Serbian and they don't have any subtitles so you don't know what it is until the music starts mm-hmm. because it looks like Sonic's gonna have to fight like a Serbian MMA fighter. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 100%. Also has a, he goes like this and, and there's a tattoo, a tattoo of on his chest like doing this. that but also on his tattoo there's a tattoo on that <laughs> chest of him doing that. It just was like... Oh my god, I want that tattoo so bad. It was bad. very, very McGregor vibe. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was straight up, like, until he was fully turned around, I'm like, is this going to just be McGregor who's in Serbia for some reason? Dude, is there a tour bus for him to beat right? the shit out of? <laughs> um, and so it turns out to be a dance battle, and initially Sonic and Tails are just all over each other, because Tails is new here and is scared and terrified of this like new world and was basically and just Sonic's like, like bro i watch discovery channel all the time everybody loves letting strangers into their home <laughs> <laughs> um and so but then like you know the map's about to be destroyed and so then sonic's like hey you know what we got this this is the wrong music we just gotta fucking team up so he plugs his ipod in and it's bruno mars because it's, <laughs> it's a kid's movie and every kid likes uptown funk exactly <laughs> like, who doesn't like uptown funk i mean if you hear it a couple hundred fucking times you start that's why kids still like it because they haven't heard it a hundred fucking times yet well they haven't heard a lot of things but, but they will after this movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their parents will they're gonna hear this song all the like this this song is about to just piss like this movie's gonna make that song even more hated by parents oh. everywhere because that's all they're gonna hear is I want to hear the Sonic dance song. No, <laughs> no, we'll play um, Silk Sonic, and that's as close as I'm getting to Bruno. So they they do the dance until the Serbian dude basically like passes out, and then everyone celebrates that they're awesome, and then they get their map back. Yeah, and then they go to sleep in front and of then, the fire. Yeah, they, they, they yeah they they fall asleep, and it's adorable in front of the fire. And then when they wake up, Sonic's got some old woman cuddling him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like tails, tails, tails. <laughs> Um, so they head up uh, into the mountain, and uh, there's a four-digit combo, which the symbols are on the map, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so they they unlock it, and they pull out this cool little compassy thing. They call it a compass. It's not a compass. It's just it's a, a ball. Key. Yeah, it's, it's it's key more than well, a compass. Well, it might be a compass, but you never actually see it get used as yeah, a compass. Yeah, you only see it get used as a key. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they grab that, and that's right when Robotnik and Knuckles pop in. With the best fucking one. <laughs> anybody for an Uber? Anybody order an Uber? <laughs> uh, and then like a cool, you know, s- snowboarding montage scene. Well, first, happens. like, there's a, there's also the you got you got something on your face. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and so then they Sonic full on destroys the temple, which I I love Dude, that line too. Like, that that looked important. That looked important. <laughs> it's a big owl statue crashing into the side. Yeah, so Sonic just completely destroys this homage to Lock Clock. <laughs> um, 
No remorse. And so they escape, and so they kind of go, you go high, I'll go low. So Tails flies up high, Sonic snowboards down low, which is another uh, Sonic 3 callback. Mm-hmm. To which, more pop culture. Oh, no, in here. That's um, the Winter Soldier yes. line. Well, no, before that, though, we missed... One of the we missed the greatest line in this movie. So leading into this, because as they're going, they're kind of passing back like knowledge that they have, and Sonic brings up how um, this is been an ongoing battle for the ages between two different people, such as The Rock and Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> that is one of those neat pick adult lines. Oh my god, it's I such fucking, a great... If I was watching that at home, I would have rewound that part and played it again. <laughs> it's just so yep. nonchalant. Ben Schwartz just does a good job of those one-liners where it just so nonchalantly rolls off his tongue. That yep. You're like, wait, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> yep, it's that line alone is the reason to watch this movie. Oh yeah, like just just to like oh, you can yeah. watch it to that point, and if you hate the movie, yeah, just get stop up and walk out. Just stop watching. But, like, it. stay for that line. <laughs> Oh, it's such a great line. Um, so yeah, so they're going, and uh, Knuckles starts chasing him down the mountain. And we get the the wonderful. Oh no, it's the Winter Soldier. <laughs> great Winter Soldier, but he's also like just hucking snowballs at robots <laughs> and destroying them. He's like, oh, this is just you're making it easy for me as he's just yeah pelting the fuck out of him. Again, me talking about him dunking on robot uh-huh. this entire fucking movie. Oh, one hundred percent. He just like... just doesn't even see Robotnik as a threat. No. He's like, just like, he, yeah. he sees Knuckles as a surprise threat, and Robotnik is like, I'm going to have fun fucking with you. I've beaten you so many times already. Like, let's go, buddy. I sent you to a mushroom planet, bro. Mm-hmm. Chill. <laughs> just basically what Tom says later on Pretty in the much. movie. We'll I sent you to a right planet. We'll send you right fucking back. All right, Donut King. Donut Lord! <laughs> um, so they're going, and as they're going down... Tails gets hit by a bomb, gets knocked out, presumed almost dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knuckles is able to get his hands on the compass, and so Robotnik and Knuckles dip the fuck out. And, and an avalanche starts. And an avalanche starts, and Sonic is... Uh... Oh, that's right. So an avalanche starts... You don't know that Tails is knocked out yet. I don't think it's until no, they that's come a, through the No, that happens after. Because yeah. it's that explosion that knocks Tails out that starts the avalanche. Yep. Yeah, it starts the avalanche. So Sonic is... He knows that he knows Tails is out, but he thinks he's fine. Like he's just a little bit out cold, type mm-hmm. of a thing. No pun intended there. And uh, so he he's calling Tom, whose phone's not on silent, and it's the uh, the old game, <laughs> yeah, theme, bro. the old the, like the Emerald Hills theme song on a loop. And uh, we get the what the fuck, man? Like you're at a wedding, dude. Ch- um, who the fuck doesn't silent their phone at a wedding? <laughs> right. People who need video game references to get played in the movie. Um, so he, he, well, here's the thing that made me laugh. He hits like, you know, do not answer. And he doesn't put his phone on silent. Because yeah, then he calls him he again. Says, he says, oh, sh- sorry, I thought this was on silent. Hangs it up. Hangs it up. and then Gets he, a call again. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets a text that's, it's an emergency. FaceTime me right fucking now. Um, so Which he kind of sounds like, like my grandma and aunts, right? Where it's like it's an emergency, Facetime me, and be like, I'll call you, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> seriously though, there's one time I got like a text from my dad. It was, you know, hey, I need you to call me ASAP. I call him. He's like, so I have a box of this stuff. We we don't want me to talk. You don't want me to toss <sighs> it out, right? I'm like, ASAP implies emergency. Yeah, bro, anxiety inducing yeah. is what that implies. You pieces <laughs> of like, shit. Like if this if I don't call you back for a week and nothing's going to be ruined, then that 
don't text me like I need to call you back in the next half hour or else. Seriously. Also, total sidetrack. Why, why do people text, hey, call me? Why not just fucking call the person? Am it, I the only one that gets peeved at that? No, I, I'm with you. I think it's it's some like weird form of like are you courteousness. Av- are you available? Like I want to, yeah, like I want to make sure that you're available, so I'll send you a text first. Like I think that's the logic from the person texting. I guess I can see that. Is I'm just being a bit because like I feel like we have we've we've come we've kind of like overcorrected the point now where most people hate getting phone calls. Okay, sure. And so I think it's it's a way of like being respectful of that almost like by just being like hey. I know you hate phone calls, so I'm gonna send you a text first. Like, hey, just know I call don't respect me. you, so I'm gonna call you. Actually, like, fuck. I know. I would say when it comes to dating, for example, like if you call a girl, I feel like she's gonna like that's that's just, that'll freak her out almost this as much as the proposal of marriage. Like, yeah, seriously though. Like, sure. I've literally had girls like, why, why the fuck did you call me? I'm like, because I have your number and I want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me hang up. And I've had. I've literally like talk to girls who've gotten upset that like i called them like before we were in a relationship it's weird uh apologize if i'm overstepping boundaries right I guess. yeah i'm sorry that i used your number to talk to you in some way <laughs> shape or form my bad so like it is it's this anyway, weird two cis white males talk yeah. about dating yeah <laughs> Uh, so it is. It's this weird, like it's this weird courtesy thing because now everyone gets mad at phone calls. Oh, whatever. But I agree with you. I think it's stupid. Like, just, just if you talk call, to me, just call me. Call me. And if I don't answer, like, then I if I'm busy, I won't answer, and I might reply with a text. It's like, hey, I can't answer the phone right now. But if you have your name, telephone number, and a short message, like, <laughs> you can see again. How did you? You, that, you just recited my entire voicemail. Wow. It's almost like we grew up. Wow. When we had house phones. Yeah, with an answering machine. Remember <laughs> yeah. answering machines? Holy shit. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, so then uh, he's like, bro, I am in trouble. I need you, know, you to save you me. And just throw the ring. And then, so earlier in the movie, I knew this was going to happen. Earlier in the movie, <laughs> um, Tom does like, he talks to like the, the ring bearer. And he, he does a whole prank of like, oh, you lost the ring. Oh, I found it in your ear. And I knew when I'm like, he swapped the ring on accident. He's got the wrong fucking ring. It's going to be a thing. 100%. Sure enough. He goes to huck the ring and looks at it and goes, oh, this has their names for the wedding engraved on the inside. Oh, shit. This is not. Oh, fuck. So he goes up and is just like, they're about to like exchange rings in the wedding. And he's just like, hey, yeah, I'm going to need you to give me that ring and not put it on her finger. And they're like, no, <laughs> fuck off. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out like, And, and keeping in mind, like, the sister hates him. The husband basically hates him because the sister hates him, slash other reasons that, I mean, we've already spoiled, but we'll show up right away. (laughs) And so they're just like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, no, no, get out of here. And he's like, and finally, you know what? Screw it. Punches the cop in the face. Grabs the ring. Groom at this point. Groom. Groom. Who we've already spoiled is an FBI agent. Yeah, he's a gun agent. A gun agent. Yeah, G-U-N agent. Um... Grabs the ring, hucks it, and it opens up to just a mountain of avalanche Right on their snow. pew, right on their wedding pew. And it's yep. a fucking avalanche of snow and in Hawaii. it just knocks over the entire fucking guests of everything with a buttload of snow suddenly in Hawaii. <laughs> ah, Hawaii. Uh, oh, um, and so then that's when there's like the freak out of like, Tails, Tails, get up. Tails, are you alive? And then he gets 
fucking and then tased, they get, bro. Yep. And then out of nowhere, he's tased, and you're like, what the fuck? Did Robotnik, like, just pop up? Like, but nope, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the same. It's colonel the gave same... him the Olive Garden gift card. Because yep. <laughs> of Olive Garden, we're family. That's one thing I will give this movie props for. There's a lot less product placement in this oh, film. Oh, dude. dude like, the... I, I like the part, though, where um, after they get, because they get captured and taken away, mm-hmm. um, when they're like, sir, is, is this too much? And he goes, calm down. We'll give him a gift card. <laughs> 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 like, he reminded me very much like the, the colonel in this movie gives me like, if ne- Leslie Nielsen was still alive, naked gun guy, yes. airplane guy. Perfect fucking role for him. Yes, I completely oh, agree. That, he would have been beautiful in that role. I completely agree with that. To my homeboy. Um, but yeah, there's a lot less. Because like, the first one, like you have like the blatant obvious, like, let's look up a place on Zillow and see if we can... Fu-. Like, it's just like it's full-on <laughs> in-dialogue company name-dropping product placement in the first one. I mean, I think it even says like, yeah, you can have an Olive Garden gift card. Did you know? An Olive Garden, your family. <laughs> like, like there's those whereas this one it was able it, to I'm rely a bit like, more on its own budget like, rather than damn I could use some breadsticks right now bro no wonder that garlic bread I made yesterday smells so good dude that, your whole kitchen smelled fantastic I was like damn um, so yeah so uh, so they all get taken away Tom as well because he assaults them because mm-hmm. he's like no you can't fucking take Sonic fuck get back the fuck dude, off get fucked bro um we get the whole comment of like, they're gun? Really? Yep, we're gun. Hit, we're gun! <laughs> That's the abbreviation. I, lo- I love how excited he got for that. <laughs> yep, which just adds that, like, this, if this was Leslie Nielsen, sort of amazing. <sighs> um, so, yeah, so they get taken off, and the sisters are going to save them with whatever gadgets are in Tails' backpack. Which all work. Yep. And yeah, and this is where it's it's one of those just like, so as they're, they're running in, they, they, they run up. Uh, the bride left at the altar is gonna just murder a dude. Fuck she shit up. Almost to the point of like, hey, dial this back like 5%. Yeah, bro, she level is straight chest. up bridezilla gonna murder somebody. Yes, but it was one of those where you're like, hey guys, you could take this joke, cut it back like 5%. Would've hit the mark. And perfectly. it would've been perfect. Perfectly perfect. hit the mark. It was, like, it was probably the one joke that was like, alright guys. Which I was already a- annoyed at this wedding shit and I was yes. like, oh, come on, let's you, just get yep, this shit up. Let's just, it. let's get on to the rest of the movie. That isn't focusing because like and to be fair, they only spend a few minutes here doing yes. this. But I felt like those minutes because this movie has like a some issue with pacing where I feel like some things are slow and other things are extremely fast. Yep. And then this just felt like it took forever. Yes, and I feel like that's like the problem that this movie has, which a lot of movie ha- modern movies have. Is the important shit gets rushed mm-hmm. so that they can spend a little bit more time on the jokes. Well, yeah, like we don't even see Knuckles and Robotnik use the compass to go find the emerald because we're watching Sonic and not even watching Sonic. We're watching. Yeah, we're watching the sister, like the sister Tom's and wife. wife yeah. Like, yeah, Tom's wife, fiance, sister. Wife, I think wife, they're married. I think they're married. Yeah, like her and her sis and her sister. We're watching all the shenanigans with the wedding instead of. Seeing, yeah, like what Knuckles like, yeah, and what Robotnik the do, they just they just show up at the beach to mm-hmm. use it immediately. Like we don't see how they figure it out because they don't have the map. Like they just have it and know where to go with it. Yeah. From from which what we see. there is one thing. So yeah, they rescue Sonic and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But um, the first gadget that she uses just launches a dude into the sky, and then after they rescue Sonic and Tails, 
that dude comes and lands on a table next to the colonel. He's like, we're under attack. <laughs> and then you see her, uh, the, the old bride, uh-huh. just fucking mobbing in this golf cart. That that moment was great. The dude, music, like, the music Barracuda. Barracuda plays. And then when she, like, does the power slide and just steps and out, just like a John Wick moment as it takes out the DJ booth. That was fucking awesome. That was great. I, I like that. I honestly thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was like, this is the best. This is the best scene that she's been in for this entire fucking for movie. both of these movies. If I'm being honest, yeah, I forgot um, she was in the first one. I'm not gonna lie. She gets like tied up and shit. She's the one that yeah. lives in San Francisco. I know. Um, like that's why I'm, yeah. I'm like, I just completely forgot. I was like, oh, that's right, she was in the first movie. Like, I haven't seen the first one since it came out. Granted, yeah, uh, it's more fresh on my mind. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, then uh, once the and that's beacon we... gets opened up. That's when Tom is like, do you fucking believe us now? That Robotnik's back, you dumbass? Yeah, he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, Robotnik's back. He's like, yeah, Robotnik's back. And so Sonic's like, I'm going to go fight them because I fucked up what I thought was my moment, but maybe that wasn't my moment, and this could be my moment. moment. And also, I'm not going to get there fast enough, which is like, yeah, that's fair. That's true. You are the fastest, like, thing in the universe, so. Right. So he he runs across the ocean, but the ocean gets choppy as fuck. Um. The one thing that I hated that I wish that they had done, it's kind of it's 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 a very it's a nitpick. It's one hundred percent. It's kind of like I have the nitpick in Lord of the Rings that only Sting is the only sword that goes blue, because Gandalf's sword and Thorin's sword from the books canonly are also supposed to glow blue when orcs are near. Oh. But it's a little thing like it doesn't ruin the story in yeah. any way, shape, or form. But it was just one of those like you guys you guys should have done that accurately. Like, I get you want to be like the main character, but. <laughs> Um, I feel like when he's going, like, there were too many moments where he's at, like, top speed that he's not the ball moving, which is always the sign of, like, you're at the fastest when you're the little ball that's just rolling, but instead he's on his feet running, and I'm like, first off, that might have even been easier to CGI, just him as the ball instead of Just going full, over fucking Yeah, waves. going over the waves and shit. So that was, that was one of, like, my, my nitpick, especially with this scene in particular, where there's because there are a couple times where he does like when Knuckles stops him earlier or even later in the temple like where he's rolling around and shit. Yeah, that um, Knuckles fight in the temple was fucking sick too. Right, but just yeah, like just this like every time he'd hit a big wave like because he was running on his feet. I'm like, if you'd just been in the fucking spinning ball mode, you could have literally just been going up and down these waves and it would have been less of an issue. Um, but but yeah, he uh, so finally one wave is enough to knock him down and then he wakes up on the beach that needs to be on like immediately though. Too. Yep. Like, no time passes. Which, just, like, and yeah, and I think the, and the problem with that, it's less the wake up and more the knocked under. Because the way that it does it, we don't know how close he was to the island. We don't know um, even how bad that knock is. Like, we don't know, like, how far underwater he gets knocked. He might be right, like, he might have even still been running mm-hmm. when that particular one hit him. We don't know any of that. And that was very much, that's just one of those, like... If you edited this better, it might have it's sold. It's like, yeah, well, let's just get to the part that people, kids are losing interest. Right. And I feel like you could have literally just had, like, a wave hit him and have him go flying and crash on the beach and gotten exactly the same, The like, exact same thing. The exact same thing in a way that doesn't feel like, no, he should have died. Yeah, in a way that doesn't feel like I blinked but also fell asleep for 15 minutes. He's, yes. And then you're like, because, oh, shit, like, they make the it beach. a point that he cannot swim at all. In mm-hmm. fact, it even comes up later in the film. Yeah, he sinks hardcore. Um, and so... It comes up in like fifteen minutes from this scene. Yeah, and so that, like that's why I feel like having it so that like it knocks him over and then he crashes on the island, and has to, and like and that's what 
makes him so he's like hurt and has to get up kind of a thing mm-hmm. would have would have sold it a bit better than presumably this is the one time that he didn't drown going underwater when like every other time in this movie in the beginning and later like there's a reason why he'll only do shallow baths and that's it um and so but anyway yeah so he's on there Robotnik is using all of his robots and just sacrificing the fuck out of them Dude, to okay, this, like, make it through booby traps. I don't know if this gave you the same vibe, but do you remember the Temple Run game that was a Sonic knockoff? Uh-huh. I, I think this is exactly very much meant felt to be a homage that this that. was like an homage to the Temple Run Sonic game. I think um, so. Because it, it seems like it also kind of gave me like, I always knew that Robotnik was going to betray Knuckles, right? Oh, yeah. But... The way they're racing against each other, it I don't know, it kind of just brought that to the forefront of my mind where I'm like, is this where he's going to do it? Is this where he's like, oh, fuck you, Knuckles, and gets him trapped somewhere, or... Yeah. What? Oh, no, same. Like, every 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 moment of, like, there's nothing but booby traps, I'm like, there's going to be a booby trap that's like, only one of you can survive type mm-hmm. of a thing, and that's where Robotnik's going to drop him off. Yeah, right. You know, or, you know, we're just going to, like, or there's going to be, like, you know, like... A wall is going to seal behind them with lava closing in, and that robotics going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to fly out of here with my robots. You have fun and die. Exactly. Like something like that, 100%. Which kind of happens. Yeah. Um, then they get to the, the temple entrance, and Knuckles punches a hole in the wall, and there's like a 30 seconds of robotic just being like, you know, I love it. You couldn't even tell that there was an impenetrable wall here. And the rubble all over the ground? Mm. Oh, it just, it really opened to go, up the room. To go back to your Zillow comment. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> just like, really... Jim, Jim Carrey, just like, as much as Sonic is filled with one-liners that oh. are very much his character, so is Robotnik, so is Knuckles, and so is Tails. Yeah, but they also, the best part is, at no point does it feel like, okay, guys, stop it's with the one-liners. Much, right? Because they because they're all unique to the specific yeah, characters. They all, they all fit that dynamic. Yep. Even Tom has lines like that. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, yeah, that's a Tom. That's a Wade thing to say. Right. Or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. The dialogue for it being a kid's movie was some of, like, my favorite dialogue in movies. Oh, 100%. Um, just their passing conversations to each other you know it's like oh no for sure and uh, and so i also love like when they when they go to like slide under like the, the i can't die this way it's so derivative <laughs> <laughs> or when they uh they like uh the walls coming down they both lift their legs up and <laughs> robotics like one two one two we're Woo! both bipedal still <laughs> 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 or even just like the, I, I figured it out the traps are seven seconds apart. <gasps> that one was early. <laughs> oh, almost messed up my stash. <laughs> <laughs> and then where he's just like, all right, stop. And he pulls out a bunch of like, a little mini bot to be ahead of them scanning for a trap. And he's like, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, it pops up like a little, like, look, it looked like, like a, a Metroid like a map. Like, like, <laughs> right? Which, like, and like, it honestly it made me, like, thinking video game. It made me think of, like, and the, you know, the way Sonic gets through versus the way Knuckles and Robotnik get through. I'm like, one playing the game, one playing the game with the Game Shark. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap bugs, bro. Uh-huh. Cheap bugs. Um, oh. And so, also, I will say, another nitpick is when um, when he does reach out to his, his minion guy in the coffee shop for the first time. And then, like, he presses the button and, like, the scanner or whatever and all the Robotnik shit comes out. And it's already the new upgraded Robotnik logo. Mm-hmm. I'm like no that that wouldn't that wouldn't be you haven't seen him yet so that wouldn't be a thing because it's got like the insane stash and everything I'm like that wouldn't be his logo yet yeah but like again hundred percent nitpick hundred percent because like 
I love the fact that like they did upgrade the logo to be a callback to the games and his new look and all that. Oh, but that it's one robot, of those like that robot looked just like classic robot. Man. Yeah, but it almost would have been better if they had done that after he shows up and had that like change. About, which also I did love. Neat pick um, when he's going through like when he's scrolling through different looks and one of them is the classic like yeah. overweight red suit. I saw and I'm that like, <gasps> do it. Third movie, do it. Jim Carrey, don't retire, please. Just, also, there was or like retire the, from everything except Sonic movies. The, like, sexy maid outfit one where he's, like, <laughs> posing in a maid outfit. Like, the oh. photo shoot for just the, the three seconds of screen time that that was <laughs> must have been so much fucking fun to be. <laughs> oh, I guarantee they were just like, hey, here's the two that we have to have. Your final look and the nod to the games. Come up with a buttload of different outfits and just have fucking fun with it. Oh, man. Just Jim Carrey, pick different shit. Um... But yeah, so they get in there, and the Chaos Emerald. Which is uh, not, this isn't called the Chaos, this is a combination of all, it's like the Mega Emerald or something? Well, no, it's, it's, isn't it the Chaos Emerald, it's the hybrid of the other ones, but like the other ones are called, we gotta pull this up now. I don't remember what, the, I remember it's not called specifically the Chaos Emerald, the big one. But yeah, I keep calling it the small ones are the Chaos yeah. Emeralds. Um... Ah, and then the uh, the Master Emerald master is what this emerald, is. Okay. So yeah, the Master Emerald, which is when you, until the very end of this movie, when you combine all six of the other Chaos Emeralds. Um, and then you go supersonic. So what this movie actually kind of was was an origin story for the separation of the Master and Chaos Emeralds because in the games you have both but they are separate entities because one is kind of the 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 counterbalance to the others mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's going to come to play in future movies whereas in this one the Chaos Emerald or the Master Emerald exists by combining the other six Chaos until at the very end where they do separate them and they have them as two separate things. Um, so, just fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, but yeah, and so, so it's there. Knuckles is going for it, but that's when Sonic shows up, and the two of them start fighting. And while they're fighting, Robotnik sneaks on over, and Ooh. snags it, and takes it, and absorbs it. And then goes right back to Green Hills, Montana. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then goes yeah right back to Green Hills, Montana for an outfit change. Because which, by the way, let's comment on that. That his sidekick has just opened up shop in a coffee shop in Green Hills, like five feet away from Sonic. Yeah. And seemingly no one's put two and two together this yeah, entire time. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but then I was like, meh. Like, him doing it, I half see as making sense. You know, like, stay within range of the enemy type of a thing. Mm-hmm. But. Nobody's saying anything Yeah, about but, like, him. the fact that, like, at no point does Tom or Sonic even just mention, like, yeah, hey, like, remember how, like. Like, even, like, a phone call, like, hey, Wade, go go check on like once they realize robotnik's back maybe a phone call like hey wade go check in on the dude in the Which coffee he shop does accidentally yeah because exactly, he wants yeah. coffee <laughs> right yeah like he yeah he does that because the coffee shop is locked down like he does that because he's a donut and coffee loving cop and that's <laughs> who's also a stoner <laughs> like and so but like it's one of those again where like a single line would have just kind of helped add to that integrity mm-hmm. of uh of like it's a small hot plot hole because like literally a throwaway line could have easily fixed yeah, it. Full picture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was something that I was just like, wait, is his 
His yeah, his shop is just like five feet from Sonic's house, and no one seems to have noticed that. Okay. It's That's also in like a prime location in downtown. Oh, oh it's oh, one hundred percent. Um, it's also I guess like the name of it's a nod to a. Uh, one of like the robots of Robotniks from like one of the bosses from one of the games because oh, it's the Mean, mean Bean Machine huh. is the name of one of his just huh. in like one of the games like one of his robots you have yet to beat is the Mean Bean Machine so That's Mean cool. Bean the coffee shop yeah fun fun nod little deep fact also great name for a coffee shop Mean Bean hundred percent I'd go to Mean Bean every Saturday morning <laughs> <laughs> um I wonder how many Mean Bean coffee shops will open up now because of this movie. <laughs> how many are already open right and they're like what the fuck and they're capitalizing 100 percent on this movie um and so i mean you know it's like how many bob's burgers shops exist oh yeah right. now um but but yeah and so so yeah so he dips out kind of letting the temple crumple on them uh a giant pillar falls on knuckles and uh traps him underwater. yeah and traps him so sonic dives down underwater um, is willing to risk drowning. Does a fun like nod to like a video game mechanic of sucking an air bubble in. Yeah. <laughs> Love <Yeah>. that. <laughs> um, uh, and so then it does like a, mm, huh, 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 and then they lift together. They're able to get it out. Knuckles swims off, and Sonic's gonna drown. And then Knuckles saves him. saves him. Um, and then I like when they're like arguing with each other that Sonic is just like grabbing dirt and throwing it at him like a snowball <laughs> the whole time. She's like, no. Yeah. Why'd you save me? You saved me first. Yeah. Now we're even. Um, and then that's when And that's Tails when they, they basically kind of realize that like fighting each other because the tribes that they're both from fought each other is kind of stupid. Life lesson. And uh, um and so they decide to work together. That ultimately, like, why not get along and work together and fight against Robotnik and and protect the emerald keep, ourselves? Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just work together to protect anyone from using this for power and domination and shit. And so you know, Tails shows up in his in his plane, mm-hmm. um, classic classic Tails plane, classic Tails plane, bro. It's even uh, red and orange, dude. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, what I appreciated another neat pick is they're on some random island, right? And Robotnik is already back in montana so like right when they go to the scene of going back to him uh they come out of a ring yep to teleport them there and i was mm-hmm. like okay cool because yeah, like also just, how of, long of a flight would right that have been? yeah instead of being like all three of you could have probably without the plane gotten there faster no if you shit. weren't stuck in a plane <laughs> no shit. um <laughs> and so uh yeah no 100 percent. so yeah so they all get back um Robotnik uh, goes through an outfit change, and then, like, the entire fucking... Yeah, the whole government is there, basically. Like, a huge-ass military with, like, <laughs> futuristic weapons and shit. Um, Just ready to go to town. The entire gun organization. Yeah. Um, also, because this is a kid's movie, I noticed this. Um, Robotnik's like... They're like, we shut down your funding, we shut down all of your machines and drones, what are you gonna do? And he's like, welcome to the new norm, and it flies into the sky... <laughs> As he's dismantling like the helicopters and tanks, <laughs> and the and tanks everybody's and just it. jumping out of them. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, because it's a kids' movie. Nobody dies. No one dies for this moment, even though the bad guy's doing it. But it's still, it's still like not. It's not a PG thirteen or. But then also, there's film. a giant robot walking around, and if you see when the wide shots, he's always just outside of the town. Mm-hmm. The only thing he destroys in the town is like some of the streets. When he like does like the. 
hand is yeah, like the legs hand running, running and running and like yeah. Uh and then the bridge. That's like the only things he fucking destroys yep. in this entire town. Uh nobody dies. No. Uh, which cool? It's a kids movie. Yeah, it's I a would kids think movie. it would be it's kind okay. of dark if all of a sudden it turned into Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> like, if it's like the final battle from Man of Steel. Yeah, it's like War. It's, of just... the, it's like War of the Worlds, dude. And people are just getting fucking vaporized. <laughs> Especially when this is a small town with like fifty people, and if they like on a good day, right? Yeah. So like, like everyone would be dead if yeah, no shit. One <laughs> like, stop, yeah, one shockwave that kills the town everybody. is no longer on the map. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and so yeah, so he he builds a giant robot that he's like floating inside of and controlling from like just with his own body, mm-hmm. which I loved. I love that concept all of his and that movements idea too. Like the way yeah. he's walking, in the, the giant ro- robots doing. When he it pulls his, his hand out, is going like this. The robots <laughs> doing the exact. It's just so funny. Um, and so yeah, so he he starts just you know terrorizing the town and terrorizing the town and so then you know the three of them kind of realize all right we have to work together if we want any chance of being because they try to attack individually sonic does knuckles does tails is even flying around he puts his little guns on the front and he's shooting at it and shit it's so cool oh it's so cool uh but then the plane gets destroyed and they all like meet under like some rubble and they're like fuck boys teamwork but they're they're not fuck boys no but they're like fuck Fuck, boys comma boys fuck boys (laughs) Boys, <laughs> yeah, they put on their Catholic priest outfits and start chanting "fuck boys, fuck, fuck boys." boys. The movie fuck. takes a hard right turn. It immediately goes from like kids movie to just hard R. It goes from kids movie to Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> <laughs> it's the apocalypse, man. It's like the end of Far Cry Five. <laughs> exactly. They're like, oh, the world's ending. Fuck. Which boys. also took place in Montana, by the way. Just gonna put that out oh my there. God, it did. Far Cry Five took place in Montana. Uh, which is basically Far Cry 3, but we're not talking about that right now. Um, yeah, so then they decide to do some teamwork fights, bro. Yep. So they, they kind of are using the fact that ultimately Robotnik cares most about getting his hands on Sonic. Um, as So Sonic's the main distraction point while the other two... Sonic is the crotch, too, as like the weak point. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, once, once they establish that like the robot and human being's weak point is probably the crotch... Then they start referring to Sonic as the crotch. And he's like, stop he's... saying crotch. <laughs> and then he notices that Robotnik is only targeting him. And he goes, oh my god, I'm the I'm crotch. The crotch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was a new, unique way of hitting the nuts humor that I genuinely appreciated. Like, Yeah, it was pretty good. It was. It was, it was well thought out and well crafted. Um, but yeah, then there's a big fight. He ends up taking him away from the town. Sonic leads him away from Green mm-hmm. Hills. And... Uh, He's running across the bridge. He's like getting winded and is like slowing down a little bit. And then, boom! Bridge explodes. He's like all injured and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his family, his mom and his dad, they come and pick him up and they're driving in this truck that gets immediately fucked up. Um, because at this point he has the emerald. Yeah, he has the emerald. He's trying because to... uh, what was it? Knuckles oh yeah, because because oh, uh, while Sonic is distracting him, sorry. While Sonic's distracting them, Knuckles and Tails get into the robot, mm-hmm. and Knuckles is able to punch the emerald out, Yep. and Tails, like, tosses it out to Sonic or something. Something like that, yeah. And so Sonic has it at this point. Also, there is some great uh, jokes in here about, like, using the manual, because <laughs> at first, like, the assistant dude is in there to help him run the robot, and he can't figure anything out. He's like, did you read the manual of this robot that was just put together? To which then he like slaps them in the face, like slaps them away with the mustache of the robot. Is like, look, 
He's like, how'd you do that? I read the manual. And he holds up what looks like an old video game manual. It looks like an old video game. It's so fucking good. The the small little like like fan service, right? Like mm-hmm. talk about fan service with anything that has to do with like recreating or reimagining a property. Yeah. But this movie good and there's does bad. and this does it so well. Some good ass fan service mm-hmm. without seeming uh, 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 like they're reaching, you know, like correct. Yeah, like it, it feels natural to the moment. Doesn't like the feel ringtone like at the wedding, there. right? Like yeah. the ringtone being the old, like fucking Green Hill stage. Yeah, it's, one. It's, it's honestly, I feel like that's almost not only is it that Easter egg, but I feel like it's kind of a nod to Iron Man One. Yeah. In Iron Man One, when he calls Rhodey, Rhodey's phone, it's the old Iron Man animated series. Yeah, as the ringtone, like it's one of those. It's like it's a fun pop culture nod that it works. It's not. Well, it's game like, changing it's it's more the reaction that it's meant to instill isn't this scene is terrible maybe this will make you like it it's kind of like it's oh, it's, ahead, it's it's more of a this is gonna make you go aha that was great well, in a scene that you're already having fun with it's kind of like when video games use the the code zero four five one because it's like an old nod to system shock uh-huh. and games still to this day use that code as like the first safe you encounter try that code or the first locked door you get to that you don't have a code try zero four five one yeah it's like a 50 50 shot that it works right because it's It's like like something here's something that's gonna blow a lot of your guys's minds if you're watching this netflix has a backdoor so that you can pull up your your uh, settings like log out and reset the app easily most people should know about this but the but what the backdoor code is is up up down down left right left right up 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 it's a nod to the old fucking video game cheat code it's the konami code yeah Except there's no BA start, obviously. Yeah, so it's just like, up. It's just four ups at the end instead of the BA start because that's Konami, man. But yeah, it's 100 just the Konami code, and so, um, yeah, and so like I think this prime example of two current things: one does it well, one does it horribly. Like this does it as a slight enhancer to an already fun scene. It's like a mm-hmm. hey, we can throw this in as a fun nod. In it's not that's already the working. scene, right? It's not the or, make or break. You could be Halo, who does it because it's like, yeah, maybe this will be one of those things that makes fans not hate this otherwise dog shit dumpster fire. <laughs> wow, way to take it easy on Halo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um, and so, like, I, like, legitimately, like, that's, like, that's one of the biggest differences here. Like, it's, it's, fan service is never good or bad on its own. It's how you use it. And this movie, both of these movies. Use it perfectly. I feel like oh, yeah. every fucking time. Like, none there of was, it's cringy. There wasn't, there none of it's over like the a, top. A fan servicey moment that I like rolled my eyes at. Exactly. Um, and then, fucking one of the top five one-liners after the like. So, well, there's two. So one before he uh, figures out how to read the manual and shit, Robotnik like teleports over there and is using the fucking controls and just is like. Hey, watch out for my lightning. He's <laughs> like getting electrocuted behind him. And then just follows that up with, oh, I hope no one brings up this is a hostile work environment. Well, that's that's like the next scene because Knuckles <laughs> yep. punches the thing and that guy gets like knocked gets out. Gets knocked out. And he's like, oh, now they're going to say this is a hostile work environment. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, there's so many, and it is. There's so many, so many of, of these. And they, but they work. And that's the key thing is like, and this is this is why I think like one-liner jokes in movies are some of my favorite as long as they're not like, just a cringy one-liner, but because they're almost they're impossible to take too far because it is just 
it's a piece of quippy dialogue, then you move on. Mm-hmm. And in the right tone, in the right setting, and the right delivery, this, it works. And in this movie, it always I mean, for works. this movie being like 60% to 70% one-liners, it works. I don't know how they did it, honestly. Uh-uh. Because yeah. that's a majority of the dialogue in this movie is one-liners. There's some genuine dialogue moments mm. that you actually tend to appreciate yeah. because it's not just one-liners. But even then, I wasn't bored of Sonic saying something cheesy or... When he gets the supersonic chaos powers, the first thing he does is fucking create a chili dog for himself. <laughs> and it also creates two for fucking Knuckles. And Knuckles is like, he'll never be the same Sonic you knew before. And then a fucking chili dog hits him in the face. He's like, never it's mind. It's the same Sonic you knew <laughs> Never before. mind. It's the exact same fucking Sonic. <laughs> um, and so, but yeah. And so, so he gets it. Um, they pull him out. And then Sonic's like, I'm going to risk sacrificing myself for you guys. He absorbs the gem and goes supersonic, making this the second movie in a row where there's a Dragon Ball Z-themed ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this does it infinitely better than Morbius does because, one, it's a nod it's a nod to the canon supersonic from the games, and first off. just like supersonic. Yes. Like, kind and of I, flowing, gold like, hair, red eyes. Now. And I feel oh. like the games did it as a nod to Dragon Ball Z. Like it looks very much like a supersonic. He looks like a super saiyan. He's a super saiyan. He yeah. went blonde. He his hair is that style. Like and he's like flying and glowing and shit. And he like has all these other powers that he doesn't yep. normally have. And so he beats the shit out of. But Robotnik like, is Robotnik. taking it in stride. The whole <laughs> Talking about like getting a deposit back and shit. Yep, and, like, like he's like he's just like I know that I've lost. So here's every one liner I have. I have left. Well, like, I'm just trying to punch you with robot arms. He like cuts the head off at one point, and then like flies and does a bunch of shit to destroy the sh- uh, destroy the robot, and then just like taps it with his foot and it starts to fall over. And robot is like, oh, oh so we're not friends. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> backwards. Yeah, like literally as the final blow is being dealt. Welcome, Austin. Hey, Austin. Um, just that. Oh, we're not. I see how it is. Oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. And then he goes down. There were good guys on both sides. I don't get it. Let's just let bygones be bygones. <laughs> so he gets crashed under all of the rubble, and we never see him again, so we don't know if he's dead or alive, which mm-hmm. I think is an intentional... If Jim Carrey's willing to come back for a future Please, one, Jim. then they will. he will not be dead, and if Jim Carrey's not, he will be foreseeably dead or and I locked think if, away or whatever. if that's the case, I mean... We know just, who the next yeah we know who the next villain is. We'll get to that, um, but I feel like they yeah there might just be less of a Robotnik element and more of a other villains element mm-hmm. in future movies, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they beat it. There's the whole the joke about like the Sonic you knew was gone. Um, he unabsorbs the crystal, which is seemingly just dead and broken, and it breaks into the other breaks into individual emeralds. chaos emeralds. But then it comes um, back together though, because at the very end. Knuckles, Knuckles yeah, puts it, puts back, it back together because he's in a so, trained Yeah, so the Chaos warrior. Emeralds then vanish into the universe. Yeah, oh yeah. They just disappear in a god fucking knows where, setting up, up to, you know, an entire Infinity Saga, but with Sonic, potentially, in the future. <laughs> For being honest. Six different colored gems go vanishing off <laughs> Oh, that's off so fucking crazy, where. man. That's so crazy. Um, and so, yeah, so setting up, you know, god knows what for the future there. Sonic is able to restore the... Or not Sonic. Knuckles is able to, like, use his hands to basically just compress the shards of the Master Emerald back together. And the three of them agree to kind of be friends and guard it 
somewhat horribly for the rest of their existence. Yeah, they create a new tribe. Um, and so, so then, yeah, so then they go out and they go to play as a callback to the first movie. They go play baseball, and Tails is going to be the pitcher, and Knuckles is trying to figure out how to hold a baseball. Bat. <laughs> he's like. He's just doing the whole like. He's like, why do why I? Why the fuck is this fun? <laughs> why do I hate the ball? Why do I want to kill it? <laughs> you don't hate it. We're having fun now. He's like, fuck. Fun. fun. What is fun? And then he pitches the ball, and Knuckles drops the bat, and punches it, and <laughs> yeah. sends that ball probably to another state. Right. <laughs> Fucking a. And then he's just like, yes, I have taken first. Now I shall take second. I have stolen second base. <laughs> it's it's such a great like, and again, it's every like. So one of my favorite examples of the dialogue fitting the characters and the world, especially, is from the movie Hook. Oh, such a great movie! And there's a particular insult that gets used. Yeah, because you've talked about it on probably eight of these fucking podcasts. Probably because it's, it's my favorite one. And but this, but this is also a testament to Sonic because it does. It makes me think of this in a good way. Um, and Neat it's, pick. Yeah, and it's the the insult of um, oh hi hi kitty. Um, it's it's the insult of uh, you know when when Hook says to Tinkerbell, you know. Yeah, you have three days to get them right, or no amount of clapping will bring you back from where I will send you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the way that Knuckles talks, especially about like baseball and ice cream at the end of this, it is very much like he's you know he's intelligent relative to his own race, but he's also speaking about these things. It's like culture from shock. A, yeah, from a clear culture shock, like kind of like Thor, but less cringy in a way. Yeah, like I, I think I that. think Disney with Thor sometimes went a little over the top as far as like the. They'll have another! And throws the right? coffee cup on there. Yeah, like, I would say literally, I think this is a less cringy Thor equivalency mm-hmm. here. And, like, the way, like, yeah, like, the why am I going to ball? I will, I have stolen second! Like, he's each, like so each line, <laughs> the excitement behind it, it, it is all very appropriate to this character and the world and everything we know. And it fits just so incredibly well. Um... And, you know, especially when they're all trying to get him excited about ice cream. Yeah, dude, and he's, like, fucking just losing his shit about sprinkles. <laughs> and he doesn't know what sprinkles are. He doesn't know are. Idea what they are, but he's heard that there will be sprinkles on the ice cream. And so he is just fucking shit. hype, dude. Like, that was another scene of, like, if I was watching this home, I'd rewind and rewatch this. Yeah, dude, dude just... that whole last baseball scene with just their interaction yeah, with just, each other. Just because of their interaction. Oh, because like... also Tails has no idea, right? Right, but you can. Uh, but Tails, Tails has like the intelligence and like the world savvy of like he probably googled all this well, shit. Yeah, because he, he even says it in the movie that he did that he's been mm-hmm. watching Sonic's exploits on this on Earth. Yep. Um, and he like understands baseball and Knuckles just kind of seems like the odd man. It's like Abbott and Costello. Yes. It very much felt like that. Um, and then yeah, then they leave, and that's the end of the movie. Well, they leave, and then Sonic jumps out of the car. Is like, oh, and also, so. Another neat pick. Earlier, um, when Tails is carrying Knuckles, it's a comment about like how heavy oh, he how is. Heavy he's he like, is. Because I have one million percent muscle. <laughs> but then later, when they're all jumping in the back of the truck, only when Knuckles jumps in, the truck Tru- actually yeah. is like, oh, like you just put <laughs> right, yeah, something insanely heavy in the back. And I was like, another neat pick. Like that was a great like. We've acknowledged that Tails is extreme, or that Knuckles is extremely dense. So when he jumps in a truck, the weight of that you is should felt, see that. and you should see and, and feel yeah, that. Yeah, I, I guess um, I, I didn't really, I, not that I didn't notice it, but I guess I didn't pick up on it as much. But I agree. Yeah, and so, neat, but then, so yeah, they go to leave, and then Sonic's like, wait, and he runs back, and there's just a cooler full of beer and 
the master emerald that they almost just <laughs> can't forget left this. He runs, <laughs> he runs back with it to the car, um, and then we get the post credit scene, which is so done. like so. There, there are two things that made me stoked for the third movie. One, just to see these three characters interact again. Oh yeah, like in a get heartbeat. a full movie of them as a party now instead of like at odds. I'm like I can't, I can't wait. Like, I can't. An wait. entire movie of that baseball scene, basically. I can't. Wait I for would that. fucking watch that so many times. But also, they uh, they talk about you know, in going through all of Robotnik's data, they discovered Project Shadow. <laughs> And so the villain for the next one, whether it's with Robotnik or without, is going to be Shadow the Hedgehog. So now, everyone's like fan guess for the next reveal after Knuckles was Shadow. We were right. We were right. Hopefully, the fan casting is also right. Please give me Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Please give me Keanu Reeves as the voice of Shadow. That would be so fucking Paramount, awesome. Make it happen, please. You know, Keanu, just do it. Keanu, <laughs> please. In between your next John Wick and hopefully not another Matrix movie, be Shadow the Hedgehog. It's a voice role. You could do it from your house. (laughs) Um, I hope so. I really, I legitimately fucking hope. That's the movie. And they did like a zoom in on Sonic or on Shadow, right? In like Mm -hmm. a cryo chamber. And he looks fantastic, dude. I will say, like, this Shadow, Knuckles, Tails, Sonic. All because we bullied a studio. They look amazing. Give me a PG thirteen Shadow the. Give me an R rated Shadow the Hedgehog <laughs> movie, dude. Where he's just icing motherfuckers. That would be awesome. Oh, see, now I'm kind of okay with the idea of like The Rock voicing Shadow. <laughs> okay, I could because he's could... black. Like with all of his Black Adam shit. I'm like, you can do Shadow too. Yeah, come on, bro. Do a Shadow origin story, dude. That'd be awesome. Ooh, Jason Statham. Oh, yo. Legitimately, Jason Statham is Shadow across from fucking Idris Elba's Knuckles and across from Ben Ben Schwartz's Sonic, Sonic, bro. Come on. That would be awesome. Holy shit, that would be really good. Keanu Reeves or Jason Statham. Those are our two picks. Those are the two. Those are our two. Those are the the mountain we're going to die on. I, kind of I think I would more. be just as happy with Keanu. I would be but just I would as happy. Be super fucking hyped just to see Jason Statham do something like that. <laughs> Jason Statham does a fucking voice of Shadow the Hedgehog for a fucking kids movie. That would be hilarious. That would kind of be about our reaction to when we found out that Idris Elba was voicing Knuckles. Yeah, for I was a like, I was like, movie. this dude just did Suicide Squad. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, great though. Uh, honestly, fucking awesome. Yep. Um, All right, out of. Uh... Out of five chaos em- uh, gems. Okay. Uh, I honestly give this a four and a half. I very much enjoyed this movie. Honestly, I think I'd give it 4.25. Um, just because like, I think I'd give the first... Oh, mm. No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back up. I'm going to go four and a half. Like I, think, like, I think the first one's a bit of a stronger movie, but I think I enjoyed this one a little bit more. Like, I think I had more... I, have a, I had a stronger emotional reaction to this one. I... I, did the I thought one. the first one was stronger, but I reacted to the same, the second one in, in a similar matter. Like I, if I had to like pick which one I liked more, I liked the first one more a little bit more. Fair. Um, but Idris Elba's Knuckles, right? Um, fucking Tails. The I don't know her name, but the video game voice yeah, actress, Colleen for Tails. something. But yeah, she's the she's the um, actual actor. She's in the video back games. doing Tails' voice. It's like fucking beautiful. Um, it's like it's like all the nostalgia that I constantly hang on to. Uh, was just like clapping along with me watching this movie. 
Um, With or without kids, I would say, you should definitely see this movie. But also, if you have children, please expose them to this Sonic movie. Yep. If they haven't been exposed to Sonic already, which if you're a good parent, they should have been. Yeah, Austin, I don't know if this is available on Paramount. You might have to go to a movie theater or watch it. The first one wasn't. I had to rent the yeah, first the fir- one on yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one's not, so I doubt this one is. Um, and plus, like, it's getting annoying seeing in every fucking uh, movie trailer now, like, we recommend you see this on the big screen, like, or some version of that. I'm like, guys, just make a trailer. Only the in theaters. Yeah, it's like, oh, exclusively wow. in theaters. Oh, yeah, that's the word exclusively yeah. in theaters it's like okay for maybe 30 days right um and even then it's like i'll yeah. see you in red right, box great. in a month and a like, half bro <laughs> great it's a movie that acts like a movie used to act awesome great awesome like how about the asterisk is just if it's not exclusively you tell us otherwise we'll assume that it is we should because i that's what i do like, sure I, just, I go in i go into each movie assuming theaters, that it right? is now yeah uh i think all of us have given up on giving a shit about coven <laughs> seriously uh, so probably okay anyway age restricted this video not only amount of times i've said the f word but also <laughs> i just said COVID 19 they're all yeah the uh what is it the un the unspecified virus of unknown origin <laughs> <laughs> jesus all right what have you been up to bro um that's right there. what are you up to? Uh, i've been doing a lot more horizon forbidden west i've progressed the fuck into that game um loving it Still loving still. it. Like, my one complaint is still the same one complaint. Like, which is true of most open world games it's now, I would argue. Picky. Like, you're kind of like. It's, well, it's just. Repetitive? It's, it's too. No, it's not even repetitive so much. It's just. It's too big while also being too dense. Like, do one or the other. And, um. And I think this is why, like, a lot of modern games, they hold the fuck out of your hands. And I hate that. Like. For, like, the first two hours. But, but forever. Like, have you ever noticed even, like, with games, like, maybe, like, you're exploring an area. Like, we are supposed to do something, but you're looking around making sure you've collected every collectible in the area. And your character keeps being like, huh, there's that ledge up there that looks interesting. Maybe if I climbed it, like, I could know where to go next. Like, where, like, the game is literally telling, spoon-feeding you what you're supposed to do because you didn't figure it out in 30 seconds. Kind of a thing. Mm. And, like, this one does it a little bit. But it's, it's an issue of, like, the modern game industry is gaming used to be, there's no, there's no nice way to put this. Gaming used to be for the more intelligent, like, (laughs) but to a point, like, like, because you had to think through puzzles, you had to think through games, like, whereas now, like, it's almost like, again, as like a way to appeal to a wider audience, it's let's lower the IQ requirement in this game. Like, the fact that they have, like, a review mode that's easier than easy, so that reviewers who know nothing about video games don't put, I hated every second of my life because I died five times in their review somewhere. Like, because there are those reviewers who will play a game and literally they'll give it two stars out of ten because it was too hard for them to figure out how to play the game. And every other gamer went, this was easy, you're an idiot. A single tear fell from my eye. <laughs> right? Um, and so... But it's... And that's that's just an annoyance with gaming in general. Is It's just like, guys, like... Bump it back up a little bit. Like, stop making everything I need to see invisible and then spoon-feeding me details on how to figure out where to go. It's it's like, just... just, just Yeah. But, yeah, it's like my one gripe, like I said, it's still that one gripe of just, it's way too fucking dense for how big it is. Um, but outside of that, no, I'm loving it. I think it holds up to the first one pretty fucking well. 
Nice. I'm stoked. Apparently, there is like a cliffhanger ending of like, kind of like the first one had a bit of a cliffhanger ending of like, here's where the next, like the next one's gonna happen for sure. This has the same thing. So, oh, cool. Oh, so I can't wait to like beat it and see what's happening. What's next? Um, I have, but refuse to open Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga until you finish. Until I finish Horizon. this, because. Otherwise, I won't go back and finish. Fair. <laughs> Fair. I think we all have those games where, like, we were 90% of the way through and another game distracted us. And now it's been so long that you're like, I'd have to, like, start over. Like, make you know, a second save, relearn the mechanics of the game, and then, and go, then back. go back and play the end. Do you know what my game is? Huh? Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I am at, like, the last boss fight. And then I stopped for some reason. I think I was moving at the time. And then... The place I moved into didn't have internet, and I lived there for two years. And so I just kind of distanced from gaming for a little while. Ironically, with this being a game that you don't need the internet to play. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, right? I just kind of stopped gaming as much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I still haven't gone back. Because I also gave this fucking game to Corey mm. and was like, install it and play it, you pussy. Uh, and that was, I don't know, fucking four years ago. Yeah, you need to finish it because then you got to play the second one, dude. Oh, I'll finish it before I play the second one for sure. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so there's those two, some League of Legends. Nice. Um, the classic. It's a good game. It's a lot of fun. And then uh, started bartending. Yeah, you did. Saturday. You like officially right, you job title by myself running the bar upstairs. Oh, yeah, I got fucked so up on Saturday. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Got this, got this dude's fucking shit face to the point like I cut him off. <laughs> you did because you were determined like three more drinks. I'm like, no, you were, and the fact that you were drunk the entire rest of the day, I'm really glad I did not give you three more Red Bull vodkas. I that would have been six shots of vodka plus only an time can I've of Red Bull. only time I've ever been cut off at a bar. Also, <laughs> the only time I've ever personally known the bartender. <laughs> I got some, I got a twofer on that day, dude. <laughs> oh, oh man, what you been up to? Same old shit. A little bit of reading. I've been fucking just balls deep in that Dimension Twenty podcast, um, which has taken up a lot of my time. <laughs> uh, but also just like keeping busy. I think there's like only two days a week where I like for sure am not doing something, and it's Wednesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And those days I dread because I get home from work and it's like I don't have enough time to do like a project because then I have to go to bed for work the next day. Yeah. But also it's like too much time for me to do something short and still feel accomplished. And so I'm just like I sit in my and room well, and then I, I guess just I'll like make to, plans. Um, just go masturbate for an hour and a half. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how long I that's how long it normally take, I mean, you know, takes me. Thirty times in that hour and a half, obviously. 30. Those are weak numbers, bro. You gotta get those numbers up. <laughs> I was giving you some rest periods, my bad. No, every now and then I gotta shake it. <laughs> God, wake the fuck well, up, hit, samurai. Well, that's one thing. That's one reason I kind of got back in the league is because, like, you know, with these like set timed, you know, like matches that generally don't go over a certain amount of time. Like, they're not timed, but like, it's just on average. Like, that's that's what's made it so hard to get back into Sea of Thieves is. Dude, yeah, because you you need you like can't you need play three hours. Thieves for like, half an you, hour. Yeah, you know you need at least three hours. You don't like, get anything done in that half an hour unless you're like just one of those shitlords that's just in there to fuck with somebody. But even then, now even especially then, like you might spend like if you can bro, even find a ship fucking, in a half hour. Yeah, and then you have to and then you have to hunt for so long. Well, and, like if you again if you can get to them because now everyone just runs away. So like 
in a half hour, if you see a ship, you're just going to spend 25 of those 30 minutes chasing it, chasing them and trying to sneak on trying to get someone on board to pull an anchor to let a fight happen. While the whole time, all they do is, you know, scream and cry at you for attacking them. And they're in, like, a sloop. And they're like, come on, man. Stop it. (laughs) Come on, man. Why? You're like, bro, I'm a pirate. Like, fuck, yar. Um, (laughs) Like, yar. you know, if if Halo Infinite got better, then we could all hop on and play that together again. Dude, I'm so I I accidentally uninstalled Halo Infinite, like, a month and a half ago. (laughs) And then I was, uh, like, I don't even know, it was recently, I was going through my games and I had, like, the Master Chief collection downloaded, and I was like, this is alphabetical, like, where's the other Halo game? fuck is Halo Infinite at? And I re-downloaded it, still haven't played it, (laughs) I just (laughs) re-downloaded it to have it. I just thought, if there is ever a day where one of the flock is like, hey guys... Let's all play Halo. We can be like, all right, it's installed. Let's play it, I guess. Yeah, let's, I get, uh, okay, sure. Like, it was really fun right away, but, like, the problem is it still has, like, it hasn't stopped feeling like it's in beta mode. Well, dude, even after we left the bar on Saturday, we went back to Miles and Jazz's to, so she could finish cooking a casserole for, like, the dinner we had. Mm-hmm. And I was fucked, and Austin was okay. And we sat down, and I turned on Miles' Xbox and loaded up Halo Infinite. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's the only time I'm in the mindset to play that game. Yeah. I didn't even... I finished one game and was like, oh, my God, I'm dog shit. Like, I just don't understand <laughs> this fucking game anymore. Well, that's and that's part of the problem is, like... You know, if we're all on as a group, I feel like it's easier to get over, like, the, oh, I'm dog shit, but who cares? We're all having fun together. Yeah, but, bullshit. like... A lot of games, unless it's one that, like, you're... Like, with League of Legends, I am just really good. So, like, I can go, like, with certain characters... Hashtag humblebrag. Yes. (laughs) But, like, but to the point where, like, I can go a month without playing, hop back in, have, like, a bump the rust off map, and then kind of get back, like... Or, like, not really good, but, like, good enough that, like, I'm still going to win a majority of the games. Mm -hmm. You know, assuming that the rest of the team isn't just... We're fucked. We're going to lose. I can't. Yeah, exactly. I'm not playing with four dicks. But, like, but shooters especially, it's gotten, that curve has become insane on all of them. It doesn't matter what the fucking shooter is, whether it's. The only time I feel like I can play a shooter is, like, right when it comes out. Yes. Because everybody is learning. And then if I stop for a couple of months and try to come back, I'm all of a sudden the worst at that fucking game. And everybody around me is a god. Yeah, because for whatever reason, like,. It's just their 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 internal games. ranking system on shooters is dog shit, and there's no like good way to match like skill levels. Apex, we're looking at you. <sighs> Fucking seriously though, and so and like and when the game like Halo Infinite that's just still not technically done yet, that's I not going to be a priority. Fucking forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's it's yeah like oh. how many elements still haven't been installed and put into this game yet? Oh, um, is your hat? And so Halo knocked my hat off, bro. Yep. <laughs> Bitches. And and the sad thing is, like, this was kind of three four three's last chance to rebuild trust with the fan base. We all I know Paramount's like. not doing that, bro. <laughs> and and so yeah, like like that's the thing is I think this this was kinda like that final straw game of like either we'll believe that like you guys care again. Because they did make some changes in a way that showed that they cared. I think the, I think the, the campaign was decent enough mm-hmm. that, like, I'd want to play the add-ons. I'm not going to buy them, but, like, as no. long as they're in Game Pass, I'll play them I just kinda, when they come out. I don't out. know if this is just me, but I miss the linearity of Halo campaigns. I do, too. 
I did. Not like everything needs to be an open world. world, and like, like the problem is that the problem is, and three four three has admitted they're trying to do this. They're trying to do this with the series that they gave. That like, here's the other thing: three four three has give like the series has three four three's blessing in every way, shape, and form. Um, and so yeah, so like let that sink in. But like something that they've said that other studios have said as well. Like the problem is when you're trying. When you remove the franchise's identity in the name of getting new fans, you lose the old ones. Inevitably, eventually, you lose them. Like eventually, well, this is we all we talk about all the time. Yeah, it's like you're. I I don't know. I'm not a game designer. I'm not a screenwriter or director either. So take this with a grain of salt. But I think that when you're building a new product, the goal should be to reach your audience that's existing. While also maybe trying something new to bring in new people that haven't yeah. played. The first three Halo games I can feel are like a testament to that. Because mm-hmm. each of those games made a steady improvement to the gameplay without changing the identity of the gameplay. No, exactly. And that's no, that's one that's 100% spot on. And like, I would say you don't need to be in one of those positions to see that because history has proven that time and time again. Like, And it's it's one of those things like for me... The reason is any sequel, like like the, the first sequel ever got greenlit in any franchise is because the first one got enough fans. Yeah. And the reason that that second one got a sequel is because the second one brought back enough of the original fans plus new ones. Mm-hmm. And... Growing the audience. Yeah, and like, and eventually your fan base is going to peak. And I think too many fucking companies, and that's the problem, is it's it's company, it's corporate greed at that point of like... Well, we're just, we're determined to continue to grow the fan base. And that's... Relentlessly. Yeah, relentlessly, but, like, to the point of, like, this this weird belief that, like, unless the number of sales matches the population of Earth, then that means we can always grow. And the problem with that logic is, one, no, that's not true. Like, eventually, you're going to cap out. And that's okay. That's when you make the sequel. Like, but at, at some point... What you have to you have to sit there and go, cool. This IP has garnered as many fans as it's going to get. So then you have to ask yourself, is that enough? And if it's not, then make something new. A prime example of this is Guerrilla Games. Yeah, the Red uh, Armageddon. What was their fucking game? Red Faction. Uh, but they had another one too. Well, they, didn't they do uh, like Resistance and shit as well? Uh. I don't remember who made Resistance. Really games. Killzone. Killzone. That's what Fuck they did. Me. Yeah, the studios their best. So like Killzone, which was their PlayStation like, we want to try to beat Halo just once, franchise. But once they reached the peak as Killzone, I went all right. Like that's it. That's enough. Like we we've we've hit our peak. It's never going to be Halo, but like we hit our peak. They said fuck it. Let's make something, and they went back to the drawing board through completely random as fuck ideas, and we got Horizon. Like, if you were to ever tell someone that this, the team that made Killzone is the same team that made Horizon, I'd be like, Very who, like who the fuck do you think? That, no, that's bullshit. But that's exactly what it is. And, like, well, because there, of that... That's an example. There's a hundred... Oh, yeah, there's plenty. I mean, another one that's a bad example, but it's an example, would be CD Projekt Red. Uh, <laughs> Three great Witcher games, and then you know they went a different direction. <laughs> yeah, 
both in story and quality. <laughs> yeah, I love Cyberpunk 2077. Um, I can't like... wait for Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but like... And did you see what they're doing now? Another Witcher. Yeah, they went back to The Witcher. <laughs> but like, but at the same time, it's one of those things where like... And that's the thing. Like, try something new. And if that doesn't work, go back. But like, I have... Like, as bad as the Cyberpunk release was, I have nothing but faith for Witcher 4. Because I don't think that it's going to be a, we had an idea for a random fantasy game or a random story, and because we don't think it will sell otherwise, we're going to shove it into a Witcher skin, mm. and I don't believe that's what they're doing. I think it's going to look, feel, and act, and be the Witcher. Well, they've shown themselves to be proficient in that universe. Exactly. Too. And so, like, but I have every ounce of faith that it's going to feel like a legitimate, honorable, good expansion of the Witcher franchise, not a cash grab that's using the Witcher as a reason to exist. Well, and I hope that's true. Yeah. Honestly, like, I like CD Projekt Red, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like they, have They any... have one fuck-up. That's not enough for me to hate them. No. 343, on the other hand. <laughs> yet, like Since that studio's been created, what have they released that's good? Exactly. And, like, I, I, I can definitely find some things to defend about Halo 4 as, like, above the rest of them. Um, Honestly, Halo 4 is probably my favorite out of the three they've made. I think so. Like, Didn't they work on Reach a little bit, too? Three, that's when 343 kind of got it started to get involved. Is it was 343 well, like, well, thing, like 343 was a lot of people... Like, as, like I think under the, the top-tier corporate-level, like, people, I think, like, a lot of, like, the underlings of 343 were people who worked on Halo. Like, were Bungie, Bungie employees yeah. who went, yeah, we want to keep making Halo, so we're going to leave Bungie and stick with 343. The problem is the people who are in charge of the studio and the direction that the games are allowed to go don't give a fuck about the franchise. They just care about the numbers increasing. And the weird part to me, and it's funny because, like, so a guy who I follow on, on YouTube and like to watch a lot of his videos, his name's Thor Skywalker. He basically only talks about Marvel and Star Wars. Surprise. That sounds like us. Right? <laughs> like, surprise, but his name is Thor Skywalker, so of course, surprise, those are the two things that he talks about. Um... And but he was literally talking just today about like why lore is important, and the examples mm -hmm. he was using um, were Mandalorian versus Halo, and how much more Mandalorian was able to accomplish as far as fan base growth and storytelling in its first three episodes versus what Halo has done. And and one of the founding things is at the end of the day, why does any franchise have fans? The lore. Yeah, they created a compelling story. And exactly, like period. That's that's what it is. I think with video games, you could make a a slightly larger argument that like the gameplay is also a factor. You know, I know plenty of people who love Halo, who loved Halo because they loved the the multiplayer. They didn't give a fuck about the campaign. They, some I knew I knew one guy. He would buy Halo day one for the online multiplayer. He literally never played any of the campaigns. He didn't care about the story, but he loved the gameplay of the multiplayer. I would say in in regards to like Halo, I consider that the exception, not the rule. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Call of Duty, I consider that the rule. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I would agree. Um, yeah, no one, no one buys Call of Duty for. Oh my god, I can't campaign. believe they're remaking Modern Warfare. <gasps> but like, it's one of those things where like the lore for anything that's story based, the lore is how you got fans in the first place. Like, no one went back and watched all the like. Okay, there are some, but like. For the most part, no one went back and watched Pirates 2 because it's a movie that has Johnny Depp in it. They went back and watched Pirates 2 because they enjoyed the story of the first one and wanted to see those characters I in a new environment. I still think the first one is like the best one. I agree. 
That's such a good fucking movie. Oh, uh, and with movies especially, the first one's usually the best because they try uh, uh, hard with the second one. Like, <laughs> they went, we made money, therefore, let's cut the budget and <coughs> and just ride the success of the first one into a, sequ- a sequel. And so it's, it's kind of a universal thing. But, like, oddly enough, what... Um, what are you looking at? Nothing. Um, I can see myself. Uh, I'm very vain. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, but like, at the end of the day, like, lore is why you have fans in the first place. So it's it's baffling to me that lately it seems earlier and earlier on that's the first thing the studios will shit all over. Like that's 100 percent what Disney did with Star Wars. That's what Marvel's been doing to itself lately. That's mm-hmm. what halo is doing like halo is bragging about doing that that's fuck you it's it's what you know 343 has kind of done for a while like is and with video games i would say secondarily is the gameplay like those are the two things that like these are things that people are fans of these are what got you a fan base to begin with why the fuck are you gutting the core of your franchise like why then take a look at sonic though Mm -hmm. (laughs) for example yeah very timely example is like it not not that this movie necessarily expands on existing lore, but it, but it also doesn't shit roots. on the characters that were created at that. Point. No, it, it's it's embracing them, and it's it's even if it is like just a copy paste retelling of that. Like, um, I think another good example would be the early days of Assassin's Creed. Mm. Like, kind of honestly, just before I would say like say by revelations, like by well, yeah, even I mean Unity. Uh, like Unity has it, had its issues. Yeah. But the issues with Unity were mostly that the game was broken. It was the gameplay. It was more yeah. Than it was else. but it, like, not even gameplay. It was the it was the bugs. Like even well, like the gameplay still felt. It felt like it still a felt Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. Like, yeah, and so, but like one of the biggest, and like uh, like Origins worked because even though the biggest complaint about Origins was that the gameplay didn't feel like Assassin's Creed, one of the biggest praises of Origins is that the story felt like Assassin's Creed. Like Bayek. I, the amount of times that Bayek was compared to Ezio as far as, like, character and storytelling. Um, and so, like, but it's, it's like, Assassin's Creed, I think, is a perfect example of, like, doing one or the other right kind of thing. Like, it, was, it was almost like they either got the story down, like, the lore they were honoring, but they were shitting up the gameplay a little bit, or the other way around. Like, yeah. after, I would say after three. Like, once Desmond was dead, it was like, all right, you're either going to get the story right or the gameplay right, not both. But that's part of it is because they got rid of their main character and then yeah. they didn't and they didn't have a plan. They didn't have a direction of where they wanted to go, and so it was kind of just like, well, we have to keep putting these out. So whatever, you you would definitely feel that. Um, Still can. Oh, fucking Valhalla was decent though. I will give Valhalla credit. I got kind of bored. Which I mean, yes, like it's it still had the elements of like the newer. This isn't Assassin's Creed anymore gameplay, but they also at least they brought back the one hit kill with a hidden blade. That's nice. And a lot of the lore elements were callbacks to like. Which I get, I do appreciate that. Um, It's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just, if you want to make an RPG, make an RPG, just don't call it fucking Assassin's Creed. I agree. And that's the problem. If you want to make a Call of Duty game, do that. Don't call it Halo. Well, anyway. (laughs) But, like, seriously, think about it. Like, the last couple Halos, like, the multiplayer has felt a little bit way too much like Call of Duty than actually Halo. I would say Halo 5, especially. Well, Halo 5 was just fucking dumpster fire from the get-go and the sad thing is that seems to be like where most of the plot elements for the series are being pulled from uh yeah well but 
but yeah, at the end of the day, like, just fucking honor your story, guys. It shouldn't. It shouldn't Come be on, that guys. fucking hard. Like, you right that you, you studio people who aren't watching car. this. Like it shouldn't be. Like that's why we were so fucking excited for what is ultimately a kids movie is because like it honors the lore. Like it, it the heart is there. You can tell that the people who are involved care about this. And also, it was just under the radar. I think this is why cartoon like. For example, I think this is why Into the Spider-Verse is probably the best Spider-Man movie. I guarantee it has the least studio interference. Because it's it's under the weather. Like, some movies that very recently we've learned about, like, studio interference on. Green Lantern mm-hmm. had way more studio interference than we ever realized. Mm-hmm. Which is why that movie ended up being dog shit. Like, this is the guy, like, the director of fucking Green Lantern was the guy who directed fucking uh, Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. And it's it's... Hard to picture that yeah, if we're being uh, totally you honest. You can see that the, the proficiency is there. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is uh, Hellboy, the the most recent like Hellboy reboot. Uh, yeah, the one with um, fucking the dude David Harbor. Blood. Yeah, David Harbor. Like I still enjoyed it because it was definitely like, I enjoyed it because it was much more consistent with the comics. Um, but at the same time, I will agree. Like the story is like the story was still written like dog shit. Um, but a lot of that, literally, it comes down to a lot of studio interference. Like, he, mm-hmm. he was on a recent review, and he was talking about, like, yeah, like the, the insane amount of interference from the studio. TMNT had the same thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I read That's something that, that Alan Richardson will not hide at all, because he was actually one of the Turtles. Yeah, I know. He was and Leonardo? He w- I think so. Or and he will not hide how much fucking bullshit the studio. And that's what it's coming from now, is at the end, like, this is, this is why it's getting harder and harder to believe that, like, non-independent content will ever be good again like independent content at least has the excuse of just there's no money to go into it so it's only as good as they can afford to make it but studios for whatever reason have gotten so terrified and you hear people like who are just they're shills at this point who it's the same people who tell you to turn your brain off and just enjoy it are the ones that'll be like well they're trusting people with hundreds of millions of dollars they're allowed to interfere and it's like no they like that's how it's always been but it's only been more recently i would argue like for example with warner brothers i think the hobbit was the beginning of their their major interference everything before that it was like yeah guys fucking make great movies and that's why warner brothers used to be the standard in the film industry at one point i would argue um and they're not anymore because all they do is they have a bunch of people who don't understand storytelling making decisions Mm -hmm. about how these movies need to play out just going well hey I don't like movies and I didn't like what you did or I like, you know, or I didn't understand something and it's like, okay, but if you have half a brain, you understood that. But now, you know, like there's ADR that's literally there where they'll add a line. That's a very obvious, someone was too dumb and got confused. <laughs> like someone in corporate has the intelligence of a brain dead chicken and was confused here. So you threw in a quickie line so that, that because that dude went, I didn't understand that. Therefore, I think half the audience won't understand this. It's like great. Then the the other half, who are probably friends with the dumb half, can explain that to them real quick mm-hmm. instead of dumbing down. It's the same thing we were talking about earlier with video games. Like, I feel like a lot of this shit's getting dumbed down because someone in charge is an idiot, and they didn't understand something, so they think no one's going to understand something because. They're running a multi-billion dollar company, so obviously they're smarter than the average person watching these movies. Smarter than the average bear? Yeah. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Especially if that's the average bear. Uh, 
But, you know, hey, yeah. as long as movies suck, that'll give us hours and hours of movies to bitch <laughs> uh, Speaking of probably terrible movies, next week we're going to do Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, I haven't watched any of the other Fantastic Beast movies, and I haven't watched any of the Harry Potters after 4. So, so, I mean, yeah, so, like, I, with Sonic, I was heavily encouraging that, like, you go back and watch the first one, because I thought it was, like, I'm enjoyable. I, and I'm, I'm happy I did, for the way that I have no, I over. do not recommend you go back and watch the other two. Like, whatever doesn't make sense, I can fill you in on. I also just have no desire to watch this movie. Basically, the first movie is, you know, there's a dude who is good with magical animals, and the rest of the world thinks he's insane, because they don't care about magical animals. And it turns out that there's this kid who's Ezra Miller who explodes into, like, psycho magic shit that Grindelwald's trying to get his hands on. Okay. The second movie is now, because, and you don't know it's Grindelwald until the very end, and then it's revealed that Colin Colin Farrell's character is actually Johnny Depp's Grindelwald. And then the second movie is Grindelwald is coming into the height of his power. And it turns out that insane kid is a Dumbledore. And that completely breaks the book canon, but supposedly, because we heard it from the villain, so who knows if it's true or not, but supposedly he's Dumbledore's younger brother. A surprise one who's never existed and based on like events couldn't physically exist, but he does. I'm already excited for this. And this is the third one. So yeah, there you go. You're caught up. Oh, wow. Can't wait. Can't wait to watch this fucking movie. Uh-huh. I'm going to so... get, uh, we're not scoring lower than a one. Correct. One is our I'm going to give Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, a one, a one out of five broken wands. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But, uh, that's another, like, tell on how much we liked the movie or not, is, like, what out of five, like, what's. If it's, like, a garbage thing from the movie, it's probably going to get a low score. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, if it's, like, a fun, cool thing, then it's going to be, like, yeah, out of five. Five out of five. Five out of five, bro. But, like, yeah. So, we're going to most likely do that one next. And then uh, the week after that. Is what I'm very fucking excited I'm stoked. <laughs> Which, by the way, debuted with 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit, I'm excited. The unbearable weight of massive talent. I'm the so Nicolas excited. Cage movie. <laughs> uh, but also, don't plan on us ever reviewing anything that we say we're going to review True. in the previous like, episode. Yeah, whoever listens to this between now and them, something might fucking happen. Something's probably going to happen. But... But yeah, next week will be Dumbledore for sure. Because um, there's nothing coming out between now and then. We're going to do a halfway review of Halo and Moon Knight next week. <laughs> like we have been every week. Right. I mean, but here's the thing. We've been like touching on it. Our actual Halo review is going to be like three hours long Bro, at least. Because we are going to rip. for that review at all. I'm excited for the review. I'm, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to revisiting those memories. Okay, that's fair. No, no. I'm excited for the review. I'm not excited for the having to, like... I'm not excited for the fact that I have to keep watching this show and out thinking of, about it week to week. Out of five Master Chiefs taking his helmet off, Halo gets a zero. Yeah, Halo might be the one that's, like, allowed to go below one. Because it's that bad. That's what we'll do. It's our only zero. That's it. Because it's a Halo ring. Because it's a Halo. <laughs> ah, ah, the ultimate weapon. Uh, well, anyway, that's been the podcast. If you're yeah. still here after the video game rant, I apologize. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but thank you all. We love you. We love all of you so fucking much, legitimately, who've been with us this far and anyone who joins in afterward. Rock on. Don't forget Keep on to... loving in the free world. Yeah. And like, do... subscribe, I notification bell. Right. 
I can't say that. Huh? What? Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. No. Look at me. No, do it. Look at me. We're not there yet. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, but, you know, anything to show the support. Like I said, it's free. costs you nothing. But gets us out there. Gets more people who might find and listen to us. Punch me in the stomach if you see me on the street. Oh, I felt like I got punched in the stomach today. I was working out and, like, I went, I did, like, fucking... Fucking like 50 crunches and my entire lower abdomen just like locked up. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, same thing happens to be when I work out, which is all inside. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so uh, look, at look at me. Look at me right now in my eyes. You see me? Are you looking at me? You looking no, at me? It's, it's on my face for some Fucking reason. Fucking look at me. Look at me. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.